Welcome back to the Science Fiction Film Podcast by LSG Media. I'm Dean. I'm Matthew. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Lone Wolf McQuaid from 1983, directed by Steve Carver. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Three and a two and a one. It's a fucking lonely whistle over here. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't whistle on a mic. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> fucking. Edio Morricone-esque. Yeah, he might want to make a call to a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> he evidently worked on this thing. Yeah, did he? He did, did but then he, he was like, I don't think I'm going to put my name on it. <laughs> he's not the fucking score that does the score, though. No, he's not. He's not, but he evidently helped with it in the initial stages. Yeah. So, so says the director. I don't fucking know. Yeah, well. So he says. So says Steve Carver. I, I don't know if I love or hate this movie. That's kind of, <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, I kind of love and hate it at the same time. Oh, man. You know what it is for me? I, I we- both- Dude. Okay. Oh, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. That was rude. <laughs> Hold on. The only thing I'll say right now is I fu- yeah, give me that background. Give me that bed, that noise bed. All right. I fucking Which noise love bed do you this want? Movie. Um I-, I want Enio Morricone ripoff whistle in the desert All right. uh, as my background. All right, give me a ready? second. I'll get it ready. All right, tune her up. All right. Um one second. All right, let her rip. <laughs> I love the action of this film the lone wolf his pistols his beer his big fucking dirty jeep and his dirty everything honestly but god help me if you ask me to fucking tell you what the plot of this movie is (laughs) uh there i think a very good looking for his age peter dinklage is out to get the guy from kung fu a lot of guns and Chuck Norris doesn't like that, I think, is most of what happens. And also his daughter's there. <laughs> and he loves her. I'll tell you what this movie's about, bitch. It's about a lone fucking wolf. He's living in the world. Solo Lobo. Handing out justice at every turn. And making sure that in the end, he's lonely as fuck. <laughs> and drunk. And drunk. Beer. Beer is it like... Beer is his it's spinach. His, it's his spinach, yes. It's his spinach, dude. <laughs> he just pours a beer all over his head. <laughs> Time to punch all the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Here's the good news, though. His, Popeye Norris. His girl is I mean, way hotter. He's about as emotive as Popeye. <laughs> Which one? The, the, well, the, well, he looks like he needs a punch. In you have to, wait a minute. You really have to specify, because one Popeye hanged himself, right? (laughs) Wait, are there two Popeyes? That's pretty emotional. Well, yeah, the cartoon, I I think he just kind of (laughs) died. Well, they both kind of died. (laughs) True. Just differently. One sort of kind of said, enough is enough. And um, and he wrapped a rope around his neck, which is pretty intense. And then the other (laughs) one, I don't know. Maybe he was just confused. 
Because basically, olive oil is built like a rope. And maybe he was like, I'm going to eat your pussy. And he was like, oh, no. <laughs> what the hell? Tangled up and dead. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, Papa, you hung yourself in my legs again. <laughs> I was just trying to eat your box. <laughs> Jesus. I was trying to eat your box. There, olive oil. Oh, that's why we never heard about the death of Papa. Yes, I guess not. God, mm. <laughs> oh. you could say so Robin Williams. Robin Williams is really trying to get into character. <laughs> oh Jesus! For that movie, that I was definitely good. Don't care anymore. I'm done, <laughs> Matthew. Listen to me. I'm done. Sold your soul. Sold the house. It's done. done. It's over. There's nothing left. There <laughs> is just content. And by golly, G fucking Willippers, it's gonna be raw and real. <laughs> and that's it. So get ready, world, because LSG Media is coming for you. And if you're not ready barely for it, I don't know what to tell you. Okay? Oh, <laughs> I don't have spinach. By the way, congratulations. I just, first of all, I'm going to mm-hmm. give it up to Matthew. Okay. It's 9 o'clock in the morning, and he's on the microphone. So there's there that. That's pretty big for him. And he wasn't even like more than two minutes or three minutes late, which is basically on time for Matt. <laughs> it was actually Dean late, uh, which he fails to mention every time. Yeah, uh, I'm, but yeah I'm here we are. Three minutes late every time. Four <laughs> minutes max. Um, I'm good for, I'm due for a good sleep through a meeting though. Like don't show up for one. I've <laughs> yes, yet to no, do it. You, that's true. You haven't punched that ticket yet. I punched mine way <laughs> too I'm early. hanging on to it for a real <laughs> good luck. one. A real good one when Matt's got a whole day planned. Oh, what? What's on But no, all that bullshit aside, I'm I'm happy. I'm 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 glad that you respected my time. I appreciate it. because you know it should be clear at this point that we're not doing this one live. Didn't do Mummy live, and we're not really going to be doing a lot of live movies anymore. And that's just that. That's just kind of that. Yeah, we have reasons um, that I'm not going to waste time with here because it's not time for housekeeping. Maybe we'll do a little housekeeping at the end. Because this is Guy Higdon's movie, Matthew. Guy. Yes, sir, indeed. Guy now, are you surprised that a man named Guy picked the Chuck Norris film and gave us money to cover it? <laughs> Not His terribly. name is Guy, which is Guy. awesome. Um, I mean, he sounds like he could, it could be Lone Wolf Higdon. <laughs> it's fucking Guy Higdon. There should be a sequel. Lone Wolf McQuaid is finally no longer a lone wolf because he's with Guy Higdon. Wolf Squad. Like that? Exactly. Whistling is great on a podcast. I bet it's going to sound <laughs> terrific in post. I love how it peaks out and really gets fuzzy. What is up with Lone Wolf McQuaid, Matthew? It oh, is a dirty, dang. dusty movie, isn't it? It's a dirty old movie, man. Nobody dirty. showers. Hell no. Everything's just, I mean, <laughs> Lone Wolf McQuaid just gets steadily more caked in mud throughout this. I, I think it's like his fourth layer of skin is just dirt. I think you're right about that. I kind of, I'm into it though. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. There's so much stuff in this movie that I can say in one breath where I'm like, that's so fucking silly and cheesy. I fucking love it though. I'm actually super into it. That's the thing, right? That's Lone Wolf <laughs> McQuaid to a T. Lone Wolf, man. Man, Fuck. I love him. You got him. You know, a white guy, a Mexican, and a black guy walk into a bar, and this movie happens. <laughs> and they shoot a bunch of white dudes and David Carradine. Yeah, I know. I think they got a couple, uh, a couple of Mexicans in the mix. Oh, definitely. But um, in the beginning, thieves. the horse, the fucking horse, these fuckers. <laughs> oh man! Hey, bro, I'm gonna hold Dude, the fucking guy. these fucking horses, puto. 
Get on them. Take the white boy's horses. He is so fucking over the top. He's so that guy I'm doing right now, right? Every time I do Mexican affectation, by the way, save your emails because I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. I got my guy TK backing me up, Sergeant of Marines, so take it up with him and let me know how that works out for you. Fucking puto! That's it. Take it up with Alvarez, okay? That's my guy. He's my shield in the darkness. Deferring against, all to him. Yeah. I've been given carte blanche by him who speaks for all people of Mexican heritage. He told <laughs> me that. Ticket. Yeah. But I got to be honest with you. Is this not a case to build a wall? I mean. <laughs> it seems pretty right, fucking scary down there. Right off the bat. I'm thinking. <laughs> right. Look, it's going to be terrific. Look, we're going to build a wall. No more horse thieves. It's going to be great. I got tidy little hands and big ideas. Look. <laughs> We're going to build a wall. We're going to make them pay for it with horse thief money. <laughs> yeah. There's little people in their wheelchairs. They're plotting. I know the plotting is true. They're always plotting, thinking. But let me tell you, there's no Chuck Norris. He's dead. Chuck Norris is dead, ladies and gentlemen. He's not going to save us. <laughs> Man, there are some, um, our main guy here, he's like, hey, puto, steal the fucking horses. Get he's the fucking so horses. He's so passionate about it. I'm about to say, I kind of, I love his passion for the, for his, his livelihood. I gotta be honest with you, Matthew. I love his zest for criminality. <laughs> it, it, I'm dead serious. I am dead that, serious too. That like, you never see these kinds of villains in movies who, who are just like, I fucking love doing bad. Like, I fucking <laughs> love stealing horses from white people. Just firing both of them That's basically him. He's having a fucking blast. Dude, he makes me want to be on his team. <laughs> I want to be on his team. Listen, that's leadership. Talk about <laughs> leading from the front, man. Hey, do you think all of your other, your boys stealing horses for you are going to be as enthused about it? Yeah. Are they going to be cracking the whips on those horses as, as randomly as they could be if you're not excited? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a good time. He's sitting across from the desk. He, he, he brings a guy in. It's time for that guy's monthly review, right? I'll be the guy with the jacket. I'll be the guy with the vest, the fat guy. Paco, Paco, have a seat, bro. Word. Listen, Paco, you've been doing really good. You stole like seven horses last week, but I got to be honest with you. I'm not really feeling like you want to be here. I need more yelling and screaming and hooting and hollering. That scares white people. You understand, Pandeo? I need you to really crank it up, bro. Just not as exciting as my first week. (laughs) What do you think is holding you back? Is it your old lady at home, huh? I need dirtier white men to fight. <laughs> Don't worry, Paco. We got the dirtiest white man ever coming soon. <laughs> That's right. I'm Chuck fucking Norris. I'll kick your fucking teeth in. Chuck Norris puts on his fighting clothes, which is very tight jeans and boots. Oh, so tight. How God, do you fight like fitting. that? You got to pay attention to Jean-Claude. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. he wore some pretty ass-fitting shit too, right? It is true. All right, Rocco, you got three off. months to straighten your shit out. I don't want to have to dig a hole in the desert for you. Your mama would be so upset with me. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking dude. <laughs> I fucking love it, though. Dude, God. he rules. And honestly, he's just he's having way- fun. Just boys being boys, Matt. Having a rowdy old time with guns and horses and dirt. Mm-hmm. I, I really do dirty. envision Trump sort of bolting up awake at night. And like <laughs> this thinking, is what he's thinking of this guy. 
This is literally, he thinks of this dude with a pistol in each hand riding roughshod over a fence. Just like, ha, 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 ha. And he's like, uh, uh, it's coming. This is his guy. <laughs> Fucking two pistols. The bad hombres. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> and of course, look, it's not, it's not like, it's not Mexican horse, horse thief bandits if they don't have a machete and threaten decapitation. I mean, that is, <laughs> that's par for the course. Yes. Plus, also, is he in the WWF, which w- w- would have been in 1983? Because he looks like he's wearing the intercontinental heavyweight belt. Fuck, is he? Dude, look oh at the God. giant belt buckle on him. I'm going to take a Belt buckles right weren't, didn't, big belt buckles came back in like 2003 because I very distinctly remember it. I remember trying to buy a fucking belt and I was like, why do they all have giant like Texas size medallions on the front of them now? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I did not catch that phase of fashion. Dude, it was very brief. It was big. It was probably, you know, I, um, once upon a time I would buy some stuff from, um, structure or it became express for men. And I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) Why am I in the store? I just bought a a pack of t-shirts for $700. What am I doing? (laughs) What am I doing? And then the internet came along and I went, oh, cool. I can get like tri-blend, like not Hanes style t-shirts from a thing called the web. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. But but sir, don't you want to come back and pay $85 for this single you pair of Argyle a, socks? Dude, you could open a car today, uh, a card today and get, uh, <sighs> you know, a, a $10 off of your $600 yeah. purchase. 47% <clears throat> interest. Yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that I would resort to a life of horse thievery. To pay off my express card. <laughs> 100%. Dude, I'm always, I, I am always one bad paycheck away from horse thieving. <laughs> it is not to, I am living, I am living paycheck to horse thieving, dude. <laughs> Literally every time. <laughs> Just a couple of dirty revolvers in a trunk under my bed waiting for the day. Turn over your horses, Bendejo. <laughs> this dude is the fucking Mexican Yosemite Sam. <laughs> he kind of is. He so is. He's dude, having a fucking yeah, blast. God, Nobody has more fucking, fun in this movie than this guy, and it's a shame that he gets got so early. There, honestly, there was a part of me that as the movie went on, I realized he wasn't going to come back. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I thought he was going to be at least part of the main guy. Like, he was going to be revealed to be a henchman of, like, David Carradine. Yeah. Like something. I was like, he's going to come back, right? Like he's going to be like another boss fight. And I'm like, damn, he's, he's really gone. One of the guys has like the bandolier straps on and he's got like giant yeah. rounds in him for no gun anyone's wielding. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's fucking great, man. Dude, he does have a huge belt. I'm looking at it. It's now. massive. I'm just, pretty sure Randy the- Savage smashed Hogan in the face with that belt at some point. Oh, dude. I love the bold flex, the boldest of flexes of having no shirt under that vest oh and God. absolutely no body worth having no shirt on. Dude, for. he's, you know what he is? He's got that body where he's like a kind of a power puncher and you, it, you, right? you underestimate him and he just clears a bar. You're like, this guy's kind of soft a little. Whoa, shit. He just threw a dude through the window. Yep. I know, man. I don't fuck around. <laughs> I don't fuck around these guys. No way. Too he's risky. Harley. Too risky. He's, he's damn close to chopping off Shakate's head. What is Shakate? Yeah. Well, who's From that? Voyager, dude. That's him. Oh, Chakotay. Have Chakotay. you seen an episode? Huh? Have you seen an episode of Voyager? Dude, and not, and not in like 13 years. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So it is definitely Chakotay. <laughs> so I just want to help you out. Whoops. With that. That's okay. You no, have, the whole you, time you have some like, unique this- pronunciations, and I do appreciate that about you. I give him a go, you know? I throw the zest on him when I try. 
I like it. But no, I remember I was like, this dude looks super familiar. He might be a guy from Star Trek. And then I looked at him, I was like, oh yeah, it is the guy from Star Trek. I don't remember how to say his name. I'm going to roll a Shakate. I like Shakate. But I remember liking okay, it. Okay, henceforth, Shakate. Fuck it. I like it more. <laughs> I like it more. It. Yeah. It has more of a ring to it. I was thinking, what better way to dishonor his Native American heritage than to sort of <laughs> bastardize it to Shakate? <laughs> Didn't they not even give him a tribe on the show? They're just like, I don't know, he's Native American. I don't know, actually. He was, he's, I think he's half in real life, half Mexican, half, um, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. One of those people. That, Robert know, Beltran. They're not around too much anymore, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thanks to all the Chuck Norrises of the past. <laughs> Chuck Norris, man. What about Chuck Norris, man? He bangs these guys up real nice, but I don't know if I agree with his tactics. But before we get into the, into the, into the nitty gritty of his tactical decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, what is wrong with these state troopers? <laughs> they, um, are not good at this. <clears throat> That's for fucking sure. All, all they, they know is Mexican bad guy, horse thief, uh, the, 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 the marauder captain. What's his name? Anyone? I am not sure if he has a fucking, I mean, I'm sure he has a name, Hefe. but fuck. <laughs> He'll be Hefe know. henceforth. Chacate and Hefe. Actually, I think it is. Yeah. Jorge Cervera Jr. as Hefe. Are you shitting me? That's that's in the cast. That means boss, dude. I was making a joke. But it literally said cast. Hefe. <laughs> that's amazing. I think that's this guy. Oh, badass. So Hefe. He's the only one that his name doesn't hyperlink anywhere. <laughs> so I don't think he was in a lot of other things. Jesus. Um, well, Hefe, uh, he's like, I, not only can I round up horses, I can round up state troopers the same. It, so easily. So easily. He's a master. I want to be in his gang. Come up with- they come up with their bullhorn. They're like, all right, you're under arrest. Put your guns down. And he's like, no. And they're like, well, all right, then we'll put our guns down. You'll never That's take me alive, it. fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and they fire like two shots and they're like, ah, fuck it. We're done. You got us. He calls him. Pig. Probably shouldn't have tried to arrest you. He said, it's funny. The, 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 did you notice the, the subtitles were, there was a lot different? No. Yeah. Catch up. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have subtitles on for most of my watch. Hmm. Probably a good call sometimes because you miss the action. But what what's up with Chuck Norris, dude? Have we even ever covered Chuck before? We have never. This is crazy. Fucking crazy, right? Now, mm. I want you to tell me about Chuck Norris. Me? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Well, you see, for me, I've got a weird history with Chuck Norris. So for me, all I knew him as for years was that one dude that Bruce Lee killed by stomping on his spine in the Coliseum. I was like, that's Chuck Norris. The right, Return yeah, of the that, Dragon, that. right? Yeah. <laughs> the American fighter who was really good that Bruce Lee still fucking killed. That's what I knew Chuck Norris as for a while. And then my only other real was exposure it Way to of Chuck the Dragon? Norris. I'm sorry. Wait, what's that? Was it Way of the Dragon? That was the like international release, and in America it was called Return of the Dragon. Got it. His name is Makes it to- Chuck plays a man named Colt in that. There you go. Couldn't be yep. more American. By the way, the other day when we were talking about the movie where the guy gets hair ripped out and blows it away, it's that movie. Yeah. That's where Bruce Lee tears his chest hair off. Yeah, dude. He fucking <laughs> blows his chest hair back at him. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. Um, but no, dude, after that, it was just Walker, Texas Ranger. I watched my fair no share shit, of Walker, dude. Texas Ranger. That's as a fucking kid. cool. Dude, I watched a decent chunk of that show. And outside of that, dude, no joke. I think this is the first Chuck Norris movie I've ever seen. Oh my God, you've got a blind spot that really needs correcting. I know. I've never seen Delta Force. 
there's so many movies of his that I have not seen. And, and I was trying, I was like racking my brain. I was like, have I seen any of his movies? And I don't think so. I think Guy Higdon, you just purchased my very first Chuck Norris film viewing. Hmm. That's wild. Yeah. A lot of Walker, Texas. Watch that fight with him and Bruce Lee a lot. But guess, that's about it. Guess guess how how much I've seen Walker, Texas Ranger. I'm going to say a solid third of one episode while you were half passed out. Never seen it. Never. Maybe, maybe it was on once. It was something I had a strange rebellion towards for no reason. You have to remember wow. I was an asshole. <laughs> we were. In, 19, <laughs> in 1993, in the sense that, like, if you talk to friends who knew me, they would say, no, he was, he was cool. Like, like, he was a good dude. We, had, we were friends, right? They wouldn't say, what a douche. But I'm talking about if I was your, like, if I, like, in 1993, I was, like, not interested in Chuck Norris at all. Yeah. Not at all. Which is funny because it's cool enough for you, Dean. Nope, he wasn't. You got to remember now, there might have been a summer where I put on Kung Fu slippers. (laughs) So you were out, you were all whisked away by our boy David Carradine. No, 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 no. Bruce Lee. Well, true, true. Not David Carradine. I didn't even know who the fuck he was. David Carradine, the cracker who stole Bruce Lee's role right out from fucking underneath him? Yeah, man. We'll talk about that cracker in a minute. (laughs) All right. But, um, I, I, yeah, I was like, nah, I'm not really into it. But I loved Delta Force. I loved Missing in Action. I loved the Octagon, I think it was called. Or just Octagon. Maybe the Octagon. The Octagon is the first movie I remember seeing with him in it. Okay. Haven't seen that one either. Yep. But, um, those, like... The Octagon, mission, uh, mission, Missing in Action, uh, you know, Delta Force, those were, like, more of what I was into. Technicon, yeah. he fucks up ninjas. Like, it's cool. Nice. Yeah. I highly recommend The Octagon. I think it God might be my, my favorite Norris movie, but, but it's tough to say. I'd have to, it's, all of them haven't seen in easily 20 years, so I, I really <laughs> would have to see them again. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, dude, I have got the strangest. I'm going to tell you something right now. Mm-hmm. My opinion of Chuck Norris is a, and my opinion of Bruce Lee is a perfect example as to how your perspective can change over time, and how you Ooh. can through through thinking about something differently, through being educated about something a little bit differently, you can start to feel differently, right? Right, right. Like, you know what I mean? If you start I, thinking I about something mean, yeah. differently long enough, you start to then feel differently about it. But what happens is, is that it's hard. Like I, I, I understand why people get so defensive about certain things they hold very dear because to confront the reality of that thing and then sort of take your emotion and, and try to control it in the midst of that is really difficult and you just don't want to do it. Right. Right. And what I'm leading up to here is that when I was a kid, Chuck Norris was pretty cool. Now he was already a little bit on for me. Like, Chuck Norris, like, he's 40-something in this movie already. Dude, <laughs> right, he's like right. 90 or something. He's like 80-something. Um, <laughs> he is, yeah. And so it's kind of like, I remember my Uncle Mike saying, oh, you got to see Octagon and blah, blah, blah. And he had it on VHS, and I remember watching it. And then there was Mission in, uh, Missing in Action, which has, like, the homage to um, Apocalypse Now, where he pops his head up out of the water, and he has the <sighs> fucking M16. And he's like, but it was like, you know, Missing in Action was basically Rambo 2. I mean, it's he's Vietnam. Like, so, yeah, man, I, um, but I was a Bruce Lee kid. Like, 
I oh, yeah. I was really a Bruce Lee kid when I was younger, and it was probably because he was younger, he was more flashy. Um, and then shortly after Bruce Lee, it was it was Steven Seagal, it was John Claude Van Damme. I am of that generation, right? Mm-hmm. And and I feel like Chuck is kind of on the cusp of the guys before me. Like my dad loves Chuck Norris, for example, right? Right. Um, but but boy, when I started to learn about martial arts a little bit more, mixed martial arts, what all of these so-called actors, uh, so-called martial artists who are actors, what they have and haven't done and how they have and haven't competed. And over time, I have really started to alter my opinion of the the possible badassery of of Bruce Lee and then the badassery of Chuck Norris and, and of course, Van Damme. But we'll, we won't talk about him because we're kind of talking about Chuck and Bruce here. Um, and dude, like, first of all, Chuck Norris is a legit fucking martial artist. He is, man. He's really legit. good. He, he, now, the criticism for his martial arts is that a lot of it was point fighting, which is when you successfully hit somebody in a, in a pointed area, you stop. And that's mm-hmm. like karate point fighting. So you're not fighting rounds. It's Very like, formal. it's yeah. like, you're kind of, I mean, you could kick and punch and fuck people up, but you're standing there and it's like, boom, stop. You scored a hit. Bang, stop, bang, stop. So it's like, it's not, it mm-hmm. lacks the flow of, of, of something like even kickboxing or boxing. And, um, and I always thought that that was always the reason why I was like, oh, Bruce Lee would probably beat the crap out of Chuck Norris. And then I, and then I was like, but wait a minute. I went through that really brutal period of life where I was reading everything I could about Bruce Lee after like reading his books as a kid and being like, oh, I don't know, dude, I, like the more you watch MMA, the more you watch UFC, the more you watch guys actually fighting and you realize the value of the experience of that kind of thing. I started to go, I don't know, man. I think Chuck could have beat up Bruce Lee. <laughs> like he's 30 pounds heavier. He's, and he does like, that's not to say Bruce Lee is impressive, but it's a lot of like flash. Like it's a lot of acting. It's a lot of like over the top oh, yeah. sort of stuff. And yeah, then he was and good at it. He was a star. He was a fucking Hollywood star. Like he mm-hmm. never sparred. He, he didn't spar Chuck ever. They did a movie and they did choreography, but they didn't like spar. I think they did some training together, but not like spar. That's fighting. different. Yeah. That's different. Exactly. And, and there was a lot of, it's funny. Chuck Norris is very humble and like, he never really talked shit, but he was always, you know, one of the most telling aspects of their interactions was when, when Chuck said something along the lines of, he was like, well, you know, I'm a professional fighter, like, and he, and he is an actor. Like he was trying to say it respectfully. Like, why would he challenge me to a fight? <laughs> right, right. Right. This is like, I, I did this for, for like a ton of time. And look, Bruce Lee probably grew up tough, probably grew up in the streets. I heard he had affiliations with a gang in, 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 in China when he was a kid. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm not saying he, he can't handle himself. Clearly he can, but I think there's a difference between that and, and when you're talking about pros, like it, mm-hmm. it's really, and John claude Van Damme might even be able to beat them both up. Like in, <laughs> in a kickboxing say, I mean, I think setting. Another comparison is like Van Damme and Seagal. Like it's the same oh kind God. of thing where you're like, yeah, one has fought fights. I think, on the I books. think I, I'm, I'm starting to think the more I think about it, that JCVD would probably beat up all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not at once, Just of another course. another reason to love them. Uh, I think he might. I think he might be able to if you're like, okay, we're going to do kickboxing. We're going to have three-minute rounds. Let's go. 
Everybody in, all you action stars. Yeah, I think I think JCVD has a. He's also bigger too. Again, there's weight advantages. That's a factor. Um, and you know, a, a lot of people who are who are defenders of like Bruce Lee and fucking ninjutsu. Not that Bruce did that, but you know, shit like that. Is they're always like, bro, there's no rules. There's too many rules in the UFC, which is always like. And I know I've said this before, but whenever people say that, they assume that if you were fighting in a situation with this person and there were no rules, that somehow they wouldn't also break the rules with you. <laughs> right. Like, do you think John Claude's going to not fucking break the rules if you're breaking them too? And that his training is so that he could like blast you in the balls with a front kick if you wanted to. Oh, like it's not, Oh, we can buy, we can buy it now. Okay. I'll oh, bite shit. Your balls. I'm going to kick you so hard in the dick. <laughs> Going to kick your dick right off of you and oh, then look, pounce I, on it in the air. I kicked your dick into the stratosphere. <laughs> but anyway, juggle it like Street Fighter into the sky. It's a it's a long winded hypothetical. I don't really know. I know Chuck is a is a burly fucking dude. He's not huge, you know. I think he's like a welterweight, but he was much bigger than Bruce. Is like a buck twenty, a buck thirty. He's tiny. Like yeah. people yeah. forget that too. And I love fucking Bruce Lee, and I think he was really good for martial arts, and I think he did a lot to revolutionize it in the United States and. And all that shit. And, and I have a lot of respect for his accomplishments in life. But I think when it comes to rubber meeting in the road and when all this fighting stuff. So what am I telling you? Why, why this long-winded thing? Why this really convoluted <laughs> bullshit? Because my respect level for Chuck has really changed over time. Yeah. I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say is I started to respect the man for what he did in competition, what he's done as an actor. He's been in a million things. He also now is a third degree black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So whatever, he's going to fucking strangle you too. Yep. You know, like he, he always is training. And Bruce Lee did too. Like Bruce Lee, like a lot of that footwork shit he got from Muhammad Ali. When you see him bouncing around, he's imitating Ali, right? He, there's, and I like, <clears throat> and I like Bruce Lee Brent blending the styles and doing his thing. And it's cool. But there comes a time when another man's going to be trying to punch your like, you know, when, it, when you're throwing bones, Matt, it's the real, <laughs> it becomes the true test, especially with a man who's trained and has, right. and has done it many, many times over. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's really changed my opinion of Chuck over time. I was like, fuck this. I want my own shit. I don't want my dad shit all the time. You know, when you go through that phase, <laughs> I'm going to find my thing. I want my shit. And, even though Bruce Lee was like before Chuck, <laughs> kind of, it just kind of <laughs> kinda, lined yeah. up weird because there was the resurgence of all that shit in the eighties. But yeah, I kind of missed the Chuck bandwagon outside of missing in action and the octagon and, and missing in action was weird because I was always like, I wanted to see more actual martial arts fighting. You know what I mean? Like, right. That's, see, that's the, the thing. thing. Like, There's I, not a ton of me, it. The weird thing about being exposed to him mostly through uh, Walker, Texas Ranger is that, and I know you haven't really seen the show, that show is mostly him kung fu fighting. Like, he's not, mm. I mean, like, yeah, they use guns, but that's usually his other, like, partners and shit. And, like, when it comes down to it, I mean, the show was always kind of cheesy, and people always joked about it at the time that it's like, well, he always just finds a way to roundhouse kick everyone involved. Like, right. And that was a big thing. They always slow-moed his kicks because they were fucking high and cool and badass. Mm -hmm. But that's what I thought of him as. I was like, oh, he's, like... The, the Texas Ranger who knows Kung Fu. Like, that's that's his thing. And when you look back at his movies in the 80s, you know, this has a plenty of fighting in it, but it's a lot of just, like, straight-up action hero shit. Explosions and guns and driving cars really fast. And I never really paired that stuff with Chuck Norris in my mind. So that still feels new to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, Chuck Norris has, like, a, a Schwarzenegger-esque action hero, not just 100%. a Kung Fu guy. Right. 
Yep. Whereas you get it much differently with like early Van Damme, which is like, I'm going to, I'm going to like kickbox everybody. Right. In right. every fucking movie. Yeah. It's less about like shooting guys up and blowing shit up. It's more about like fighting. Yeah. And, yeah. And it and looked amazing. This was, this was right? Norris's first movie that really went in that direction where he's like, it's more of like an action movie versus a martial arts. Which movie. is why I love the Octagon and you should watch there it. There you go. Yeah, I need to watch that. Because if that's a lot more of just Chuck Norris fighting and grappling, I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to check that out. Right. It's, I mean, dude, he's like, I want to say 43. He might be my age right here, which is- He's ins- 43 in this movie. Dude, that's insane. It. And he's fucking kicking ass. He's burly. Hard. He's burly. Yeah. Burly boy. He's burly. And now one thing I also very much appreciate, I know Guy Higdon already p- picked it up, uh, was making a comment about it. Burly, just like kind of kind of like our, our, our Mexican horse thief at the beginning- no fucking shirt and just fucking barrel chested and hairy. And you never fucking see that in movies anymore. <laughs> you ne- everybody's fucking hairless. Are they? I thought Chuck hair was Norris. back again. Has it come back? Maybe. I don't know. Has, I feel like hairless, brought it back? hairless became a thing like in, in my generation too. Yeah. That's been, but it's like been Calvin going Klein models and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Sadly, I, I can't. Sadly, I am not. I don't have that gene and it makes me sad. <laughs> I can't. Not I, the hairy gene. I don't. I don't have that fucking burly chest gene. I have like the like a. <laughs> I almost said Marky Mark as if I have that body. <laughs> I just have you know. I just have. I'm a just fucking rippling fuck. chest of abs, dude. It's and- fine. I'm sculpted out. Of, I'm Adonis basically. I'm basically <laughs> a statue at this point, based on my deadlifts alone. But no, I'm kidding. I um, I did left nothing by the way. If anyone cares, no weight. <laughs> Trust me, there are women deadlifting my weight. Um. Papa doesn't like playing games. There's a lower black, lower back. That's my excuse. But, um, dude, yeah, I don't have it. And I used to be like awesome. And now I'm like, I kind of wish I was kind of burly on the chest. A little, a little bit of fur up there. A little bit of burly. Oh, man, yeah. I got to say, I wish we were still in the time of Tom Selleck as the, the sex icon. Because mm-hmm. fuck, that was a hairy man. Makes, yeah. it, makes it good for us hairy boys. Yeah. I think people still dig hair, though. So you're safe. Like, people That's have true. kind of gotten over all that bullshit. Thank God. Nobody gives a fuck, dude. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> fucking girl likes you. She likes you. It's not like she's not gonna like. Eh, I'm not dating him. He's had a test. Ew, so yuck. Dumb. Nobody does yeah. that. That's Just like they're not person. gonna say I'm not gonna date him because he has a dolphin smooth chest. They're not gonna say that. To me. <laughs> you can collect rainwater in all the little pockets. <laughs> yeah, my chest couldn't be more Asian. But um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a happy trail, so I'm happy with that. You know, at least I got something. <laughs> Just a little happy But the thing trail. that sucks is I get those hairs like around my nipple and I just shave them because I'm like, I'm not going to have like nipple hair. <laughs> Your little curlies? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that. those got to go. The n- nipple highlighters. I yeah. That's what they're called. Yeah, I, I basically have can't get right hair patterns. So I just eliminate them off my, off my nips. <laughs> Dude, I love that we have found our way into body gr- hair grooming. It's Chuck via Norris. Chuck Norris. What are you so nervous about? <laughs> Fuck yeah. No, I love it. All I'm right, like, cool. wow, I never thought we'd come here, right. but I, we've made our way. So yep. good. Yeah. I believe David in- David Carradine uh, I scared to show in, his chest. I believe in, um, what am I trying to say? I believe in hygiene and, <laughs> and well-kempt things, Matthew. Well, I guess you're not a fan of Lone Wolf. Uh, no, no, I, I actually respect, like if I was Lone Wolf, I would own Lone Wolf. I can tell you that much right now. I would have every <laughs> excuse in the world to just have my f- top four buttons undone, like everyone in this movie. Everyone. I get it. Texas Nobody. is hot as fuck. It's true. 
but everybody has their chests out. It's beautiful. So um, Hair out. Chuck Norris uh, is awesome. So he beats up these guys, does some flips, does a couple of throws, has amazing accuracy with an Uzi, which is outrageous. Dude. Dude, when he when we cut to that wide shot where he just sprays the hillside. It's a video game move. It's like his supercharge. <laughs> oh my god. He's he like, just, oh my meter's up. Quit hit X and A at the same time. <laughs> He's got his Soldier 76 ultimate. Yeah, I've got you in my sights. <laughs> just fucking sprays uh, Soldier everybody. Soldier 70 in. dicks, bro. <laughs> Soldier 70 dicks. I don't stop till the guy comes. <laughs> I'm not a quitter. I don't quit. I like dicks. I'm gay. I don't give a fuck. I'm Soldier 70 dicks. <laughs> I like that he owns it. If you're an Overwatch player, you know what we're talking about. Owns it but, hard. But he definitely has that, right? Lone Wolf, he's got a little of that Soldier 70 dicks in him where he does the twirly whirls and he shoots them all down. And they all go down. I mean, there are guys, what's so funny about it too, one guy's like 20 feet up on a plateau. One guy's like 30 feet down on the ground. And he just in a line and they all Fucking just rat tat tat for that ass. Uh, all dead all down all dead they down and down they go and he's late he's late for a meeting and he shows up really fucked up looking Dude, you can't be a hero him. unless you're a deadbeat dad but he's not a deadbeat whoa, dad whoa 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 what's a, your he's problem a good dad overall what do you mean deadbeat yeah no no you know what they do they give him deadbeat aesthetic we're like oh he's late to everything oh he's not showing up oh he's dedicated to his work but is he's still nice and they fucking like him they're on perfectly good terms like they kind of give you both worlds there where he's like i'm the good dad with the close relationship but also i'm always working right he's not a deadbeat dad he's not a deadbeat you take it back you really hurt my feelings with that i'm not sure <laughs> how to i'm not sure how to press on <laughs> i guess i'll i guess i'll have to be brave matthew that's right chin up all right so um, our guy goes to a thing. Everyone's clean around him. Look at the rest of the <laughs> Texas Rangers, by the way. <laughs> so clean, sharp. Yeah. I think this is honestly what his chief is mostly mad about. He's like, you're just dirty all the time. You look like shit. His chief couldn't be shittier. <laughs> he's garbage. Yeah. He's, so, he's a garbage person. Do you know who's not a garbage person? LQ Jones. Dude. Fucking LQ I Jones. I love this guy. I love him. You remember what him. he uh, what he directed, right? What? <laughs> a boy and his dog. Oh, he directed that. He directed that movie, dude. Damn. That's fearless. Fucking, dude, this guy is gangster. I he love him. He fucking... By the way, guess what? Yeah. Still alive. <laughs> no. Dude, this what? guy is still kicking. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He dude. was born what? in the year of our Lord Matthew... 1,927. Hot damn. He is 91 years old. He's 91 as fuck. He's about to be 92 in August. God bless LQ Jones. Hell yeah. Dude, this dude rules. He fucking rules. You remember him in a casino when he's like, basically oh. like, you, I'm going to tell you boys how it works out here in Vegas. He plays the cowboy in that too. Fucking Commissioner Pat Webb in yep. casino. Fuck, I'm trying to remember his part in that. He's a, he's fucking puts the screws to De Niro. It's good. But he's great, man. I love this guy. He's been in everything. Everything. Been in so much everything. stuff. Yeah. Dude, his first time where he acted <laughs> was in a movie called An Annapolis Story in 1955. Holy shit. Uh. <sighs> Could he be more Texas? Oh, he's so Texas. And he also kind of looks like the <laughs> Colonel Sanders in this fucking scene. <laughs> 
That fucking tie. Boy, I like that chicken. Chicken strips. Boy, you must have worked up a hunger ass lit up all them horse sleeves, eh, lone wolf? Let me see if we can't wrestle you up some dinner from KFC. <laughs> Something for the whole family, that loud ass girl. By the way, I ain't changed the name of it. I'm not some sort of poofed or fancy pants homo. We still call it Kentucky Fried Chicken. Chicken. You want some chicken? He's from Beaumont, Texas. He's the real deal, L- LQ Jones. God he bless him. He sounds like it, man. Look at him. He, oh, fuck How him. tough is I he? I love the way he says everything. He's tough as shit. Oh, hell yeah. He's got that wiry strength. Where you're like, ah, he might not look like it, but he'll wrestle you to the ground and kick your teeth out. Dude, yes. And I can't wait to talk about that wire strength in action when he's fucking manhandling William Sanderson, of all people. <laughs> yes. The man in every movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, every man, Sanderson. Sanderson. Well, I don't know, so Al. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he's in, uh, what the fuck's that movie called? TV show, Deadwood. But um, uh, this guy, Dakota's getting like an award. He's getting a send-off. He's the man. He is. And uh, his speech is short and sweet, as you'd imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's and he's amazing. fucking good. And uh, good speech, wrap it up. And we know that the boss, the captain, he's got, he's pissed. <laughs> Get in my office, 10 minutes. 10 minutes and we'll have some chicken. <laughs> we go, yo, LQ's chicken. <laughs> LQ, can you go down to the truck and get some chicken? I want your greasiest, nastiest bucket of chicken. It just becomes a contest of who can say chicken the most, like, ridiculously. I want you to head down and get my son chicken. Lord, give me that chicken now. Just fucking ridiculous. It's so stupid, but I love it. Oh, shit. Bust me up some of that delicious chicken. Dude, sure. also, I love Dakota's line where he's like, sorry, I couldn't have helped. I had to be at this here hand job fest. Dude, God bless him. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. That's what I, that's one of the things about this movie. Couldn't be more old school. Super old school. Oh, my God. But in a fucking really charming way. For actually. sure. That's the other thing I For fucking sure. enjoy about this. Yeah. Yeah, man. Ah, it's fucking good. Oh, dude, by the way, did you read anything about the opening sequence about, like, uh, John Milius' involvement? Mm, I did not. Please educate me. Dude, I, they, we're already kind of past it, but, like, the whole opening sequence of him watching through the, the scope and then, you know, ambushing the horse thieves and all this shit, that was punched up by John Milius. They didn't like the intro of the movie. They thought it was weak, and uh, Steve Carver knew John Milius and was like, can you help me with the script? And he dude. helped punch up the opening sequence and some of the other action sequences and some of the like the gunplay stuff and advised on some of the guns they should use and the shit like that Love but that. he didn't want credit so he's not credited for any of it in the actual movie but he was he definitely had his hand in this god bless john milius dude the opening sequence is so fucking good too it actually looks like a sergio leone western yeah, which is what steve carver was going for it's cinema and it looks fucking good yeah that's cool man i like it i like that it, you know if you if you need to if you need to make some shit manly <laughs> you some call John Millis. You call John Millis, and he straightens that shit right out. He's like, "All right, we're gonna amp it up. Like, Fucking get the chest hair out." Like, absolutely. You got a problem with your son? Call John Millis. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't want to stop playing Fortnite. 
<laughs> I'm going to call John Milius. Fucking call John Milius if your kid won't stop playing Fortnite. If your kid punches holes in walls over Fortnite, call John Milius. He'll strain that kid out so fast. <laughs> He'll drag him out into the woods. They're mm-hmm. going to go hunting for bears together. First things first, your kid's going to sweat for the first time ever. It's going to be great. <laughs> he's going to make him sweat. He's going to make him stink a little. And then he's going to hand him a 45 in the middle of the woods. And he's going to say, plink out a couple of cans. You feel that, boy? <clears throat> yep. Call John Millies. Anyway, um, outside of doctoring scripts and fixing, uh, you know, Fortnite brats, um, he did <laughs> he did do a good job with that opening. But what's okay. the what's the premise here, right up front? He's 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 beats the he's he's fucking he's the titular lone wolf man. He's the lone wolf. I like your style. I like family men with loving wives. Do you? Is that really? That's that's what you want. I admit your record is unrivaled, but my kind of ranger is a model citizen, not a stinky beer boy mm-hmm. with his chest hair out all day. Calling Chakate. How'd you say it? Wait, what Chakate? How'd you say his name? Chakate. Uh, Calling Chakate. You know why? Because it just sounds like Shaka Khan, and it's fun to say Chakate. 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 But um, discriminatory nature of the Rangers today. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Hmm. Sure, absolutely. Texas Rangers, <laughs> very the old Texas Rangers. These guys Dude, I, are like the favorite sons of Texas, right? The Texas Rangers, basically. And they I seem to run the whole them. show. Oh, really? Yeah, it was the whole fucking show. Yeah, they're pretty rad, dude. As far as like killing people goes. <laughs> I don't know what the, the thing you know, I don't know about the Texas Rangers is what is their jurisdiction. I mean, they're st- they're the state police basically, right? Of Texas, they are a statewide legislative. Yeah, they're they're it's you wouldn't just say they're kind of like state police, but because mm-hmm. they've been around forever, man. They were they were fucking rough riders. Oh yeah, they've been around for a long time. I knew that. Yeah, but yeah, what they're what what I guess like what is the main thing they're going for like when do you call in the texas rangers is you, it for, oh, like border shit you want to shoot up like, bonnie and clyde no problem oh did they shoot up bonnie and clyde yeah you want us to kill you we'll kill you you want us to kill dillinger as he leaves the yeah we'll fucking kill him dude they don't fucking play man <laughs> uh, fuck they did they shoot bonnie and clyde. hell yeah they did many times <laughs> a lot of times yeah i don't think they actually shot what's his name but um but isn't the guy who shot him isn't the guy who shot dillinger a former texas ranger I you maybe, just call I in the those. Texas Ranger when you want to fucking waste people. <laughs> That's it. They they helped out in Sicario. I remember that. Yeah, and did you see them? They looked fucking cool. They were like, we don't care. We got you. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, <sighs> I need to learn more about them. They're cool. Pretty scary. Modern day Texas Rangers. Um. Yeah. They um. They they kind of have jurisdiction in all of Texas. Okay. Which so they're, is pretty they're, wild if you think about it. Texas is gigantic. Yes. And that, that's, I think that's what truly made them like legendary is because they're the state police force for the biggest fucking state in America. That's like practically its own country. Yep. Yep. I mean, that's a hell of a job. Yeah. They, um, I know they, they had a, they did a lot of like going after wanted felons, that kind of shit. They assist a lot of local uh, law enforcement agencies. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, yeah. They're, um, I guess, I guess you'd almost say they're equivalent to state police in, in places where state police are powerful. Like in Massachusetts, the state police are big time, you know? Okay. Versus in this, like, so I think we've had this discussion before, like in Florida, the highway patrol, the state police is basically highway patrol, which is 
kind of just seen as like road cops who patrol like highways. They don't get involved with like crimes as sheriff's deputies do. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. In Massachusetts, the quote sheriff's department oversees the prison system. Okay. So a sheriff is responsible. uh, The sheriff, a sheriff is responsible for prisons. A sheriff in Texas or, or a place where it's different. It's in other words, it's the state police in the, in the, in the sheriff stuff is kind of like back and forth. So in Massachusetts, the sheriffs handle the jails, but the state police assist all, all everybody with crimes. That's why if there's a murder somewhere, the state police are involved in Massachusetts, regardless of, of where they are, you know? Right. Anywhere in the state. Yep. I mean, in the, cause there's a lot of smaller towns where if something goes down, it's, they don't necessarily are, they're not necessarily equipped for it. Does that make sense? See, I'm trying to, I'm reading more about the old Texas Rangers now. What are you learning? Uh, that it looks like they are, they're specifically, for one, the the protectors of the governor. Uh, like, I think they actually have like a, a, a almost like a secret service division <laughs> that protects mm, the governor. That's not so that, surprising. That's part of their, their duties. Political corruption, yeah. they've acted in riot control. It sounds like they mostly a- act as like a statewide fugitive hunting down force. Yeah, they're they're pretty fucking, they have a bloody pass. Oh, yeah. To be sure. I'm, I, I can assure you. <laughs> Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could be in Texas and not have a bloody past. <laughs> That's right. a law enforcement division. They have fought a lot of shit. Yeah, well, I mean, you're also talking about going back to, like, Texas Revolution shit back in the day. And they were like, oh, exactly. we'll just hang this guy. No problem. It's fine. We'll just do it. We'll just do that now. But, um, yeah, man. Fucking A. Well, our fucking boy Lone Wolf learns he's going to have to have a, a scrappy new young partner. What? He works alone. That whole cat. <laughs> Not anymore. You gonna work with Arcadio Keo Ramos. You understand what I'm saying? He always pluralizes everything. He's from Texas. He's from Texas. You fucks with that. <laughs> <laughs> you fucks with Texas. And, uh, <laughs> well, he's like, oh, God damn it. I gotta deal with Chakote. <laughs> Chakote. <laughs> he's a young, scrappy boy in this one. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy to see him. I right? no, I didn't yeah. know. I, I don't really nothing. I don't know much about him outside of Star Trek, and I could not. Have, that was that's the only other thing. But if it, you would have his said, face kept being like he's so fucking familiar. If you would have been like, do you remember Ko and Lone Wolf? I'd have been like, nope, <laughs> sure don't, sure don't. That happens a lot though when you're watching these movies when you're a kid and you come back to them. You're like, holy fuck, that's that guy. Oh yeah, I do that no, all I, the time. All the time because you don't give a shit about other people in action movies. You're like, I'm here for Schwarzenegger. I don't care about these for other sure. And then you come back 15 years later, and you're like, holy shit, that's some huge actor now right. getting punched. It's crazy. Well, right. now he's well, got a partner, and there's a lot of crime stuff going on. By the way, I don't give a shit about the plot. Can I just make Dude, that clear? Couldn't give a shit. Couldn't give a shit. Dude, this is one of the few movies also that, as much as I've been talking about how much I enjoy it, which I do, I did frequently pause and go back and re-listen to the dialogue, uh, the exposition of the plot. Because I kept being like, okay, wait, what the fuck are they doing again? I I, kind of did that too. And I was like, what am I doing? It's Lone Wolf McQuaid, Poppy. Lone Wolf McQuaid. (laughs) The movie's name is Lone Wolf McQuaid. What do you think it's about? (laughs) It's about bad guys doing bad stuff. And they're going to get their faces kicked off. That's it. That's it. Yep. Well, but we find out about how bad of a boy David Carradine is. He's here. a naughty boy, isn't he? 
He's a bad boy. He is. He's up to up to no good stealing drugs when he should have been paying for them like everyone else. I like David Carradine. And I know we I beat him up the other too. day about the whole, you know, strangulation thing, but <laughs> we, we, whatever gets a guy off. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Gotta keep, just gotta keep control of yourself. I mean, sometimes, Dean. Maybe not all the time, though, Dean. Right? <laughs> maybe not. Maybe, maybe not on the podcast, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was about God. to bust, but no. Um, yeah, it's um, it's good to see him. It's good to see him. Were you a kung fu fan? Did you watch that show at all? Nope. Okay, funny. I I actually watched not a ton of it. But I mean, a season's worth of, of episodes of that show. And then, of course, once I, once I learned about the fact that Bruce Lee was going to be on the show and David Carradine took it away from him, Uh-oh. then I was permanently like, well, fuck Kung Fu and fuck David Carradine. And then it wasn't until years later I was like, ah, David Carradine's still cool. Like, he's, he's fine. It's not his fault. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, show's fucking cheesy. And you know the other thing I didn't know about David Carradine? Uh, not a martial artist. No, <laughs> like, dude, clearly. Like, at all. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, I think that, he got that crescent kick is not good, dude. Once it, towards the latter part of his life, he he was pretty well versed in um, tai chi. I think it was. Oh, but, that's adorable. Uh, so he can move super <laughs> slow with a bunch of other old people. Not the old people in the park tai chi. The actual fighting tai chi, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. no, at this point in his career, he was still very much. I let the martial artists tell me what I'm going to be doing. And then they say action. And I do that. <laughs> like I'm not a martial artist. Mm-hmm. That's definitely, yeah. He was being told, all right, you're gonna do this kick, do this. I'm looking at the Tai Chi Wikipedia article and it says hardness forms competition, light contact, pushing hands, no strikes. Oh, that's sweet. But then it says, <laughs> oh, full contact strikes, kicks, throws. Country of origin, China. I'm sure there's many different forms of it. I got to tell you, though, the Tai Chi guys look cool, right? Oh, man. Have you seen Keanu Reeves' man of fucking Tai Chi? I love the yellow blankets they wear. I think they're fucking killer. Yellow blankets? Yeah. I haven't seen that. You know, like the <laughs> like they look the Shaolin guys. They got the, like, yellow blankets on them. You need a picture? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm literally Googling Tai Chi yellow blankets. <laughs> <laughs> they're not really blankets, asshole. But it looks great on that couch from Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> uh tai chi yellow not now a, it's shoes <laughs> listen can we no, fuck, i'm getting stay, nowhere stay on target pal here's the deal <laughs> nowhere david carradine not a not a karate man <laughs> not a not, <laughs> not not a karate he man. is not a certified karate man that we normally like to pick in hollywood Mm-mm. chuck norris on the other hand i need a karate, karate man, man. <laughs> dude certifiable plaque on the wall karate man yeah like call him up. Hey, um, listen, <clears throat> David, I understand that you've been spending some time in Thailand, but I got a question for you. Have you got your karate man certificate up to date? Cause we're thinking about using you in the movie. Uh, Can you sorry, forge it? I, I don't, I've been too busy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fucking dark. <laughs> doing, doing what? Oh, nothing. I gotta go. <laughs> I, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm sorry. Can you say that? I gotta go. Jesus. <laughs> is that even true? Can we get to the bottom of this? Can we get to, Can the, we bottom? Get to the bottom right. of this fresh, fresh news about the 2009 <laughs> death of David Carradine? <laughs> all right, let's just fucking get into it. Here we go. What happened? Uh, all right, I'm going to. Is it bullshit? 
book. No, it's not. Here we go. I'm going to read it. Okay. Where are, you, where, whoa, whoa, whoa. where are you reading? Is this a news article? Well, it's a fucking well-cited, well-fucking-graphed-out we Wikipedia that, article. I got to tell you, Cara Dean as Kwai Che Kane, and I've seen a couple. Like, I got into it way later, and I watched a little bit of it. But it was before my time, man. It was in the 70s. I was right. not alive. When, when that show was over, I was not alive. But <laughs> right, looks, true. looks like he might sneak through the old Asian detector. <laughs> when he's bald, I'm just saying, a simple white man from Iowa, if he was wearing his yellow blankets with his head shaved, <laughs> might go, well, he's one of them fancy Asians. I mean, how do you think he snuck by and ripped it out from under the feet of Bruce Lee? He's Why like, are you look Asianish? Do, do you do you think it was he he stole the script and ran away, or did he get a phone call to be in a TV show? <laughs> See now, nine year old Matthew definitely <laughs> believed David Carradine jumped into Bruce Lee's house, attacked him yeah. in his sleep without honor, yeah. with no honor, I love with you. white devil fucking terribleness, I love and you. stole the script. Damn, you had white guilt at nine. <laughs> that's so intense man and no wonder you're so high strung i'm gonna give you a hug soon oh so gonna, sweet i'm gonna let you hug it out but no as 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 time okay can on, you like, read nah, it he was definitely he's definitely just an actor can we get back to the hot <laughs> the take role. of the 2009 death of kwai che kane all right can we, so here we go he was in bangkok to shoot his latest film titled stretch a police official stop. said that Carrie- stop right there okay are you joking no stretch stretch come on <laughs> the movie still got made it looks like yep it's called yeah, Stretch, true. dude. It's called Stretch. What the fuck? And it doesn't, I don't even think it's a, uh, wow, we're going to go into it. Here we go. I'm going to read a very quick synopsis. After failing a drug test in France, young jockey Christophe moves to Macau, where he becomes involved in the city's fast-paced racing world. However, his luck seems to be running out when his trainer asks him to lose a race with the help of beautiful Pamsy. He must find a way to avoid antagonizing the Chinese mafia. That's the movie, Stretch. Okay. Okay. So, so they were police. like, oh, no, we don't want a white boy here. Right? They, they don't want him there. <laughs> how come, you, how come you come here to expose that crime? I can't do <laughs> Chinese, but you know what he's, he's doing, right? They're like, you go, you go now. You don't uncover <laughs> crime here. And they shit out. Did they strangle him? Like, was he, was he, you know, it's like, he, I, dude, let me tell you what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't go to Japan and make a film about the Yakuza. <laughs> I can assure you that they would knock on the door. You make a you make a movie about the yakuza, Aru. Get thrown out of your hotel. That is not allowed here, Aru. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, fucking forty floors down. <laughs> oh, fuck. Smashing dead. Dean found dead. Jumped. LSG plum. LSG failed utterly. Had nothing left. <laughs> He jumped out of a hotel window in in, uh, in Tokyo. Oh, there you go. come to find out, he's working on a script about the Yakuza, and they didn't like that. Oh, shit. Mother- this sounds like the good beginning of a video game. Dude, this is David Carradine. All right, continue. <laughs> I'll stop editorializing, but I may have to jump in. All right, let's see. Real quick. A police official said that Carradine was found naked, ugh, hanging by a rope in the room's closet, causing immediate speculation that his death was suicide. However, hmm. reported evidence suggested that his death was accidental, the result of autoerotic asphyxiation. Who suggested that? Uh, well, it says two autopsies were conducted, one involving the celebrity pathologist, okay? Pornthip Rajanusanan, I probably fucked that up. Nah. And both concluded that, concluded that the death was not a suicide. The cause of death became widely accepted as accidental asphyxiation. So yeah, he was trying to, 
trying to choke himself a little bit and jerk it because that feels so good. Does it? I guess so. How much better can coming feel? Right. I'm like, God, does everything have to be amplified? Can you not just enjoy the classics? (laughs) (laughs) Does coming have to be improved? Really? Does it? (laughs) Can we just enjoy the hits every now and then? Ah, now that's what I call coming. It's good. It's classic. I don't need to improve it. It doesn't need to be more awesome. I can just bust you're with the a girl, nut, and, and she's like, "Can you just good. choke the shit out of me?" And you're like, "I'm thinking we're just going to do Free Bird, though." <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I mean, shit. Is it worth like, dying? Can Is I, it worth listen the possibility? To me. Hey, Dean, how many times have you jerked off and almost died? Zero. Well, once. Zero times. Once. And I plan to keep that record strong. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, z- no. Zero. Zero times. Certainly. I, look, I understand domination i understand you know i understand hand on the throat kind of fun shit but yeah. when you start making i like shit burst in people's eyeballs uh, and when you need contraptions and belts uh oh that's getting oh whoa you're getting, getting a, a little hand. you're getting a little like come on man so like, okay so on. they they speculate he was he was smashing his hog and he mm-hmm. and he fucking went out. He he fell unconscious. So once he fell unconscious, the weight of his body just hung him. Yeah, killed him. Yeah, cut off the yeah, blood. Yeah, because his head. people evidently. I mean, from what the internet tells me, people normally safely don't do this alone, and that's where it's real fucking dangerous. You know, if you pass out, you just hang yourself and die. Hey, real quick though, guess uh-huh. what? What? I think um, you know, knock on wood. I think you and I are probably relatively healthy guys. Guess what? I wouldn't do at seventy two. That seems like real risky business, man. <laughs> that seems like risky business to me right now. On the precipice of 30, I'm like, ooh, I don't know about that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if the old ticker can take it. <laughs> That's, oh, boy, my back hurts a lot more than it used to. I don't know if I'm going to fucking choke myself and jerk it. <laughs> Fuck. L.S. Gimini destroys the legacy of David Carradine's story at 11. <laughs> Let's be clear here. I like David Carradine, but fuck, is that a gnarly way to go? Why'd you do it, David? Fuck. This just in: David Carradine killed himself jerking off in a hotel, in a hotel closet, and didn't know martial arts. <laughs> great! Wow, we really love him, don't we? We're really positive. Oh, but he's great yeah. in Kill Bill. Oh fuck, he's so good. <laughs> he's great as Cole Younger. He's, okay, he's so good. He's great as Cole Younger. Oh man, but. Shit, man, just enjoy the hits in life. Enjoy the classics. They don't all got to be fucking improved to number one club banger top of the charts. Not every nut you bust has got to be earth shattering. Come on. Even if it was like, dude, you have no idea. Like, I'm sure there are people who who probably ch- choke themselves a little when <laughs> they true. beat it. Like, just choke yourself with your hand. Because there's yeah. this built-in mechanism, whereas if Safe. you fall unconscious, it, your hand releases. <laughs> right. Yeah. Still, no, but man, what your if, mom comes home and you have cum all over your stomach <laughs> and a bashing <laughs> and just a throbbing headache. Michael? Uh, yeah. Just curl she up opens on the, the floor. She opens the door. My, my, Michael, knock, knock. She knocks. Uh, what? Michael. Michael, you're late uh, for school. The strings of goo are just like attaching you to the floor. Just, in, uh, in the most heinous porn playing on his PC. <laughs> <laughs> just somebody elbow deep in someone's asshole. And you're like, just horses galloping and you're around. Like, what fucking, God, what is even happening? What? <laughs> Michael, you need Jesus, I think. 
So David Carradine is uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <laughs> What What are you laughing about? Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> just that whole scene. We made it. It's really gruesome. I'm really just living it right now. It's really gruesome. <laughs> I, I'm just let it wash over you. To, Mom's even trying to push open the door, but his feet are kind of in the way of the door because he just crumbled onto the floor. She's like pushing it. Oh, oh what are you in the way? Oh, my God. You're on the floor. What is that? <laughs> Michael, why is there a man with his arm in that woman's anus? <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh fuck mm. that is gnarly it's fucking gnarly <laughs> not his foot his head hey donk his head like she bangs him in the head with the door she just she peers in through the crack in the door and sees his foot his face is all flushed oh man sweaty dude it stinks like common sweat in his fucking place <laughs> oh my god michael <laughs> You're 28. Move out. <laughs> You're 37. <laughs> <laughs> You're glued to the floor again. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, so man. gross. All right. So how far are we in Lone Wolf McQuaid? <laughs> All right. One more thing I want to say. Um, <laughs> fuck. We're all, I don't even know what the rails are. Oh. <sighs> Oh man! <laughs> All right, I, I, I got to find this thing. Um, uh, it was on your mom's house episode, dude. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! And and the woman says the the, the clip is so good, and Tom Segura laughs so hard. He, he he always watches crazy clips, and it's just like woman with a camera on her, and she's like, "This is a proper choking technique," and she puts her hand like over her entire throat. She goes, oh, not like this. And she does like the like the finger neck, fingertips on the esophagus. Yeah. And she's like, if you choke me like this, you'll collapse my trachea and I'll die. And then she goes, if you choke me properly like this, I'll come all over your dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best clip I've seen in so long. And Tom just goes, bah! like the laugh he does. Just explode. It's so goddamn funny. Because you're like, where is this going? You, you think, is she talking about like you think choking? It's all dry and academic, yeah. Yeah, you don't know what she's talking about. And then she just throws out that part and you're like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. It's the most polite instructional video for hard fucking I've ever heard. Anyway, David Carradine is pretty fucking cool. He, dude, that's, I don't that's judge the thing a guy for strangling himself and jerking off. It's sad that he died that way in all seriousness. It's fucking sad. Yeah. But no, it's, if you it's a bummer. listen to me, if you're hanging in a closet with your dick in your hand and you're dead, there's going to be jokes that happen. I know. You Just know that going reality. in, don't you? Right. You got to know You the know risks. that going in. <laughs> Matthew, if I strangle myself to death while jerking off and die, if you don't make jokes about it immediately, <laughs> I will be very disappointed. <laughs> if you're like, oh, it's so tragic and we don't want to say, I want you to go, dude, he was beating off and strangling himself with a rope. <laughs> And die. <laughs> and dude, you got to know the and second before, you know, you tie that belt around your neck and you have your hand on your dick and you're about to kind of like bend your knees and, you know, <laughs> let your weight start to crush in a little bit. No. You know, for a slight second in the back of your mind, you go, this could be my legacy. Got to be careful. Could be my legacy right could here. Could be your legacy. <laughs> this could be my fucking legacy. That's it, If right? I blow it too hard, get too excited, this is how I go down in history. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's true. They don't know for certain that he did that, though. 
That's the, that's the speculation. It could, we don't know. Well, it's either that or he just killed himself. <laughs> it's pretty. Which they don't think he did. Which they don't think he did. Okay. Well. Either way, it's a bummer. It's yeah. fucking sad. We've but definitely, you know, you know what? I'm going to say this right now. Mm-hmm. I think we've definitely gotten our, our mileage out of choke jerk. <laughs> I think so. I think choke jerks have, we've gotten our mileage out of it. We could revisit it later in the up, but I think we're good for now. You know, see, we hit another milestone. We, we, have, we have hit that joke finally, and now and we've accomplished it. We've mined its gold. We have. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're still listening, you're an LSG fan, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you also know that this means that we do not hate and disrespect David Carradine. I actually really like the guy. <laughs> oh, he's in Kill Bill. He's incredible. Ah, he's so fucking good. And on, honestly, you can still see it in this, too, because, yes, he's not an actual martial artist. He doesn't have the same prowess as fucking Chuck Norris uh, when it comes to fighting on screen. But what he does have in spades is fucking charisma Wicked. and style. Wicked. Dude, he is fucking he's an badass. He's a great actor. Yep. Um, also, essentially what we have is... You know, the new partner, he ditches him. He sends him on this wild goose chase. And then after he chases him away, he's like, I'm going to practice shooting with my shirt off and then roll around in the dirt. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, but did we talk about David Carradine killing his his drug buddies? Oh, yeah, he fucked him up. Tricks on you. Fucked him up real good. Quickly now. And he just kicks the gun out of the dude's hand and lets all his men gun him down. And then he does a spinning crescent kick for about 20 minutes. (laughs) He telegraphed a little bit. (laughs) It's coming. Hold still, I got a kick coming. So we learn that that this guy, this little guy who's in a I mean, that blows. Also a wheelchair. <laughs> the little dude in a wheelchair. I mean, you get both. That's true. That's tough. That's pretty true. Yeah. You Rough know? go. But at least in this world, he's got a lot of money. And he guns, does. I guess. He's got no shortage of, uh, of people uh, spitting on his pecker for him. That's for sure. It's true. And he's fucking a happy man in this movie. Dude, God. you know what? I'm glad you said that. Hefe is he happy. Is, this guy's the second most happy. Dude, he is so fu- Every scene. I didn't know if this guy was going to speak for a while. I was like, is he just going to smile and laugh about everything? Yeah. He's just so delighted by every event. Right. And then we meet the sexy lady on the horse track. Because he's, he, you know, he's, he's, he's divorced. Listen, we got to move. He's divorced. We, we know his daughter, you know, cute daughter, whatever. He loves... Daddy, she loves him. She's adorable. It's great. And he's like, "I'm going to take you riding. I'm taking the day off. Sorry about your your boyfriend, who he likes because he's got the military thing, right? He, he seems to like the boy who's not and, long and for the, this world. Yeah. And his boyfriend, see, her boyfriend, seems respectful. For but sure. It is. It is weird the way he's like Ranger, Ranger. I'm like, you yeah. could say, sir. Ranger feels a little rude. Maybe for that's somebody a, maybe much that's younger. a Texas thing, dude. Maybe. Uh, it, for me, uh, to my old-fashioned mentality, it strikes me as, ah, you're too young to be calling him by a title like that. Like, you mm-hmm. should say, sir. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It, d- it did feel weird. Right. It might be Texas I, listen, I'm not disagreeing with you, dude. Obviously, listening to it in 2019, I was like, that's a weird thing to say to him. But I, <laughs> right. but then I was like, maybe it's a thing. Cause might be a thing. Also, it's so outrageous that he is, first of all, he gets hung out to dry in the newspaper by a senator. What the fuck? Oh, God. They're like, That's he's right. a brute. So it, it this is like kind of comic booky shit. Right. Like right. He, everyone knows him. We got a ranger here. Dude, yes. Th- that is one of the sillier things about the movie is that he's like fucking super famous. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe, okay, I believe it's not impossible for a ranger in Texas, especially in like a, a sure. couple of counties to be like very well known and very well 
known throughout the community and recognizable, but like statewide to the like state legislature, like oh, we're talking about the Ranger McQuaid. I'm like, really? You want to hear something about the the, the Texas Rangers? There's oh, 166 it. of them. That's it. Whoa! Did not realize that were that small. That means Shit. you're pretty. You got to be pretty elite. Pre- about to say pretty fucking elite. Damn. And their preceding agency was the Texas State Police. Oh, so they disbanded the Texas State Police in favor of the Rangers. Mm-hmm. And there's only 166 of them. And damn, Texas dog. is huge. Texas and they're broken so up huge. into A, B, C, D, E, F, as far as I can see, jurisdictional uh, divisions. Wait, what's that? Say that again? So there's, they cut Texas into six spots, A, B, C, D, E, F. So they're showing you, like, if you look, if you go back to the Wikipedia on the Rangers, oh. you'll see, like, their their jurisdictional boundaries. So they must have those 166 split up among those six spots. Nice. Oh yeah, I see it. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Very, Quadrants of Texas. Very neat. But um, dude, can we talk about this shit? So Which she shit? comes over, you know, he, basically the, the, the horse is going to buck the daughter and the horse gets spooked by a car backfiring and the horse takes off and this beautiful Mexican woman, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. <clears throat> oh, actually a Nicar- Nicaraguan. Oh, is he Barbara cool. Barbara Carrera playing a Mexican girl, right? Yes, mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming. No, she is okay. Oh, her real name is uh, oh yeah, Barbara Carrera. Cool. She's playing on somebody named Lola Richardson. That's funny. <laughs> but um, she's a good horse rider. Doesn't have a bra on. It's glorious, and um, she rescues the girl by grabbing the horse's uh, bridle. Do you call it bit? And, uh, the I get or the bit probably bit, bit probably yeah bit and bridle and um slows the whole action down and um she's like oh I, I i and he's like oh thank you for helping my daughter oh what dude one funny bit that i actually heard uh steve carver the director talking about uh in this movie that evidently uh that actress barbara carrera who plays lola got the part partly because she was like oh yeah i grew up riding horses and i can ride oh, horses cool. really well and that was a lie she couldn't ride horses at oh, all i love her <laughs> and isn't that great like she got her. the part Whatever and on, it takes, set, dude. on set, she was basically like, yeah, I, I can't do this. So she doesn't ride a horse. I think that scene where she comes walking up where that horse is just kind of trotting lightly, I think that's actually her. But any scene where like they're running on horseback, Stunned. that's not her on a horse. It's like on a, a mounted thing. Because mm-hmm. she was terrified of riding, which I don't fucking blame. Like, dude, that's something we joke about, but riding horses could no be joke. fucking dangerous as shit. Yeah, you got to know what you're doing, man. got to really know. But yeah, so she's not on a horse <laughs> running at any point in this movie. But she meets old Jim McQuaid, the infamous Texas Ranger. Very oh, sexy. We all know about you. Mm, yes. Um, I love your 40-day shadow. <laughs> Dude, his beard is legit. That shit starts high cheekbone. Oh, yeah. High cheekbone. High, high, high I love cheekbone. It. Yeah. I love it. I, it's weirdly short, which I've always felt about, about uh, Chuck Norris. I'm like, why? It looks like he just shears it. out. He like lets it grow for a week, and he's like, now I shear it off. Because, like because they didn't, they, the hipster beard wasn't a thing yet. The giant Civil <laughs> I mean, War I think beard. You're, you're getting that wrong. See, it far preceded it, and it just went back out of fashion. This is short beard time, and then long beard times come back again. I guess probably with fucking Lord of the Rings and Vikings and shit. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was, yeah, beards, beard length has changed over time, and we're back in a long beard phase. Back in, yeah, this is, 80s was definitely shot, like, short chop beard. Yes, I think you're right about that. It's weird. 90s was not beard. Yeah, pretty much. 90s pretty much was like no beard. Three Musketeers facial hair or like goatees. <laughs> and 2000s was just baby smooth all around. I think you're right. Body smooth, face smooth. 
CK. Balls questionable. CKB. Uh, <laughs> that fucking what? commercial. Do you remember the CK one, the fucking cologne commercial? Oh, wait, yes. <laughs> yeah, you do. Like, is that the one with the dude diving in the pool? Oh, God. I, don't, I couldn't tell you. Fuck. <laughs> it's a black and white Calvin it's Klein. It's black and white dude. for sure. I have little tiny banana hammock on. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> well, um, our guy, uh, you know, she they, they introduce each other, but oh, wait a minute. Dude, our boy pulls up in his karate van. Dude. <laughs> his karate what? car. Karate uh, car. <laughs> fucking David Carradine. God, the big dick energy on this dude. Yeah, with a C, bro. With a C. That, that's a, a triple fuck. meaning. Car, Carradine, and karate. God, I hope that's real then. I hope that was his, ac- his actual car and license plate. If he does, I hope he gets his face pushed in the mud. <laughs> he deserves it. <laughs> So good. I understand you're very good with your hands and feet. Keep your feet away from my girl. Mm. I don't need you towing her. Mm? Dude, now this is one of the weirdest plot points of the movie. And they try to just get it across to you by dialogue. And you're like, wait, what? Because she's like, oh, hello, this is Raleigh, my late husband's partner. (laughs) And then he just puts his arm around her and they're like, "Uh, okay. And now you're my partner. (laughs) Now you're my partner. I'm like, did she? Did you murder her husband? Of course. <laughs> like, uh, we're, we're being all kidding about it right now because we haven't re- revealed how treacherous and evil he is to the rest of them yet. But nah. I'm like, did, did you just fucking murder her husband to yeah, be with dude, her? Yeah, dude, this is big sure dick energy, looks though. like it. He's big, huh? he's big dick in him. Big dick in him. Because he's Real basically hard. saying, you know what this means. You know I killed her and she's still mine. That's, that's like fucking throwing it, pulling out your hog and just slapping it on the table. <laughs> that's how I do. Your move, Ranger. <laughs> Get your hog out. Let's fight. And then, by the way, here's some subtle shit. You, you're you not going to talk about this movie's dialogue. You know what I mean? You're not going to talk about the plot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're just going to talk about the coolness of it all. It's fucking a crazy Chuck Norris movie from 1983. Hell yeah. And he's what got you- those crazy double-breasted shirts that look kind of ridiculous and awesome all at the same time. I like, like them. I'm like, I kind of want to wear it. Yeah, they're ridiculously awesome, I think. Yeah, like, it's one of those things, though. It, see, this is the thing. You put that fucking shirt on in real life and you go to the goddamn store, you're an asshole. You're, you're an asshole. like a fucking idiot. You're an asshole. You're like a fucking dumbass. But mm-hmm. you wear that shirt with a fucking bandana around it out in the desert, you look badass now. Totally. Fuck, cool. If you put that shirt on and you roll around in the dirt for a few minutes and then you go pump gas, you're fucking now right. You're, now you're cool. If you get out of an Acura, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Okay. Can I get a pack of Trident like, <laughs> in that shirt, asshole? Really? <laughs> Can I get Is a Slurpee? You, mm-hmm. you can't get a Slurpee in that shirt. I'm sorry. You're going to have to put on a normal shirt to get a Slurpee here. You guys, it's 89 cents and a normal shirt. That's you guys, what it costs. You guys pump diesel? Well, now you're talking. Oh, and you drove a F-150 here or some sort of Ram or a Chevy. Pick your fucking truck, right? Pick, pick your pickup. <laughs> You are going to fit into our stereotypes, so help us God here at the quick stop. That's it. And uh, by the way, I lo- this is classic, awesome chick shit. <laughs> Wait, which part? Which is when she's like, oh, he's giving a demonstration on karate. You should come check it out. She basically wants, she wants the ranger to beat him up. Oh, yeah. Come, come beat up my bad boyfriend. I love please. it. That's treacherous subtlety. <laughs> Oh, fuck. You, know, you don't like, 
It's the, you, the fir- first of all, the worst chicks to date, man, are the ones who like make giant scenes and get you into fights you really shouldn't be in. Oh God, that's, yeah, <laughs> that is no good. And that's kind of like, she's doing it, but the subtle way. <laughs> Plus she's a prisoner basically. Dude, yeah, that's the that's the other like weirdly unspoken thing about this movie until like the very end. You're like, is this woman just this dude's fucking sex slave or something? Like, what is the, their deal? Yeah, it's weird. <clears throat> It'd be cool if if he just grabbed this dude and arrested him. I know. Movie over. <laughs> you know, like a cop, like a Texas Ranger, like a fucking law enforcement officer. <laughs> yeah, um, like somebody with the authority to stop someone with criminal activity. LQ Jones uh, is dancing with a chick a solid 30 years younger, which I appreciate. Fucking, I love him. And, love the um, man. And, and uh, hey, another, it's a small thing, but I actually like the little thing with uh, his daughter getting back up on the horse right away and riding again. I was like, yeah, oh, she cool. comes from Chuck Norris loins. That's it. Yeah, LQ's like, oh, it looks like she gets from you. Stubborn and strong. I'm like, that's ah, it's fun. It's good. Good Texas family shit. And uh, dude, this demonstration, they set up a whole ring. What are you doing, bad guy? <laughs> this is now. This is again one of those like what I love this. It's, I don't even know how to describe it, but like it's hilariously amazing and ridiculous all at we, once. Martial arts movies do this. You know what I mean? Where they mm-hmm. act like this is a part of life. You know what I mean? They <laughs> act like it's a part of reality. Like, oh yeah, we're at a rodeo basically, and also there's some martial arts happening, like in a fucking ring. Like that happens all the time. This and you're is, like, no, no, it doesn't. By the way. <laughs> Bruce Lee right now is saying, you're welcome. Welcome. You're welcome. I'm dead, but you're welcome. (laughs) This doesn't happen if Bruce Lee isn't around. This is Bruce. This, this, he, this is why this shit happens in movies. I'm telling you, man, I'm making that (laughs) statement with very little research. But I just love this reality where martial arts displays just happen at places. As if you could, like, go to the mall and go to Orange Julius and also just like, oh, hey, there's some guys doing a martial arts battle in an octagon they sprung up in the fucking food court. Let's go watch that. Like, Dude. Like, it just happens. Like, it's just out there. You know what it is? It's like 100 years before this movie takes place, you have guys shooting themselves in the belly with cannons. That's what this is. <laughs> what? Dude, you've never seen the fat guys like shoot me in the belly with a cannon. The oh, cannon. like the circus thing. That's thought, what this is. I thought you were just talking about like crazy guys in the Revolutionary War just standing in front of cannons <laughs> like, do it. I'm like, what? <laughs> Fuck. All right. Back on track. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, boys. The Battle of Antietam was just too much. <laughs> disintegrate me boys i got a fatal case of snake belly i gotta end it <laughs> but no like the cannonball like that's what this is like a come see step right up step right up come see the martial artist he's bringing all the crazy tools of the orientals like one of those guys <laughs> one, one of those, those carnival like, barkers <laughs> just super casually racist carnival oh, barker ah, see all the oriental kick methods absolutely <laughs> of course that's how it would be you don't absolutely. think he'd be like what part of asia are you from Oh, this one, the carnival barker? Absolutely. No not. fucking way. Uh, Laotian. He's from Laotian. He's Laotian. No way. They're not doing that. <laughs> Mysterious Orientalism. Yeah. And they, you know, they have like really shit pyrotechnics. And of course, they're talking about fucking David Carradine, a white guy the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you're like, is, what the fuck? If this is a martial arts display, the stunt man, <laughs> the stunt man throws legit kicks. Oh, well, dude, by the way, 
watching this, I'm like, the backstory to this must be insane because who are these three dudes in blue who obviously know who he is? Like, Roly, Riley, Hawks. I fucking hate his name in this movie, by the way. It's so dumb. I just say Carradine. It's fine. I'm just going to, yeah. Rawley Wilkes is his character name. I'm going to call him David Carradine. Um, But they all know who David Carradine is. And he's a bad guy. That, uh, you know, he's the baddest fucking fighter in town. And they just willingly go in here and get pummeled to shit in front of everybody. They're just like, oh, well, I guess that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Is he paying you? Probably. He's Must like, be. you guys are going to do this or I'm going to make your wife sex slaves. <laughs> that's my whole thing. I'm going to be, I'm going to smoke. I'm going to get real sweaty over four kicks. <laughs> and, uh. Bad kicks. Terrible, 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 terrible kicks. Not the best. He looks awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's yeah, they're a little slow. When you see yeah. him compared to Chuck Norris. No, no, it's just terrible. Everything about him. <laughs> the last guy he kicks, the blonde, is throwing legitimate kicks. Ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull that part up. Yeah. <clears throat> the one that he kicks out of the ring. He oh, throws, that guy. Yeah, he kicks, tumbles over he the throws fucking- like He throws like two roundhouse kicks and like a, and like a uh, hook kick. And David Carradine does this, like, disgusting crescent kick that's just so horrible. (laughs) Telegraphed. Here it comes. Oh, man. Get ready. I mean, the burly fucking Texan dude that takes his gloves off could beat his ass. Yeah, probably. That big meaty dude, he'd give him that old, he'd give him that Texas 10. (laughs) No question. Want to come on in, Ranger? No, no. It would have been awesome if he did and just beat the brakes off him, and that kind of was the end of the movie. Like, everyone's like, this guy kind of sucks. Just beats the living shit out of him. <laughs> and they're all like, well, well, I guess that's that then. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we get some casual racism from the Texan. <laughs> I don't want no greaser. You uh, you coming in here with your leather coats and snapping your fingers and singing them catchy Broadway songs, stealing my girl? What does greaser even mean? I thought greaser See, was like a 50s thing for like gangs. For Italian dudes. Yeah, dude. That's what I thought. And I'm well, like, is that a Texas to be true, thing for- let's, let's be real. In Texas, they don't know the difference between Italians and Mexicans. That's true. They're not going to, they're like, I don't know, all of them. The only thing that gives it away is that one of them likes tacos, the other likes spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, that's all they know. Yeah, a greaser, like, I don't, what is that? How, what do you mean, greasy? I don't know. I guess, I don't know. It's better than being Honestly, like dry and flaky though, isn't it? What's wrong? Is Greasy terrible? I don't know. I don't know. I like to challenge these things sometimes. Ow. <laughs> just whacked my foot. Um, anyway, the, the little guy's laughing his balls off again. <laughs> Boys just having fun, you know. Triple teaming the Mexican guy on the dance floor. Just a little hooting and hollering. <laughs> what? Just beating the shit out of a cop on the dance floor. How is it? Yeah, A, a cop. Fucking A, right? <laughs> Like, how does he not go into the trunk, come back with a tire iron, and rearrange all their faces, and then arrest right? them? I You're don't know. all under arrest, and I'm breaking your bones. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And then she's <laughs> you like, guys are just beating up a cop after dumping beer on him. And then she's like, let's go to a different place, a place of my people. And immediately <laughs> and dude, gets hit on by a gross white guy. Immediately. And also, that's another one of the, like the funny, and it, it's totally not this movie. It's just the tropes of this era of action movie. But I love how he is both so famous and so well-known as like, whoa, this legendary Texas Ranger. Everybody fucking knows about him. State senators are writing about him and critiquing his job. And he's so badass and intimidating. But also, 
everywhere he goes by all these people who recognize him constantly being challenged to a fight. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you, it would be as if like if fucking Darth Vader is just being challenged by every random peasant in a village on a planet he lands. Like, here's ah, toughest guy, huh? Here's my like, answer. Yeah, he's here's my kill answer. You. Here's my answer. It's it's the it's the gunfighter syndrome, right? Like, yeah, that's if I it. take him down. No, that's what, that's Dagoni over there, man. Take him out, man. That's why Become Bill, a legend. That's why Bob Bill Hickok take a swing at him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always the older, wiser guy ch- fucking chortling on some young dude. Like, go get yourself killed. Yeah. Definitely don't do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, she throws a better punch than David Carradine ever threw. And, and, it's, and it's bad. So, um, <laughs> all, all arm. But, um, dude, so she's out here. She's out here parking with the, with the Air Force boy or the Army boy. And she's like, let's play a little game. Mm, and maybe I'll let you fuck me in this car. And then, like, what is this crazy convoy with a million flares down? Dude, what is up with the road flares? There's I was like, too I think many. you need, like, four of those spread out, by the way. <laughs> That's how they lit the scene. <laughs> but I'm just like, it looks like somebody had a confetti gun full of road flares. And they just peppered <laughs> the entire road. That's cool. Like, I, want a, I want a confetti gun of road flares, dude. That sounds like kind of awesome. There's, like, 70 of them. I know. So, anyway... Let's, but you know what I do love about this this truck uh, ambush and this robbery that they see from a distance? I like how the whole thing goes down at a distance. Like we see it erupt and we don't cut into closer shots of the gunfire or anything. Mm-hmm. Like it just – we see these cops start wasting the guys and you realize how crooked it is. And you just see it from a distance the same way the characters do. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, fuck. This just kind of opened up and it doesn't – you thought it was police officers doing something legit. Nope. Whole bunch of bad dudes yep. robbing a fucking army truck. Crazy. That's cool. Yeah, I'm down. They blow away that guy, push her off a cliff, and um, our guy is getting real cutesy with our babe here. Little kissy kiss, little wave bye bye, little we're definitely gonna fuck pretty soon. Energy <laughs> floating about. Oh yeah. And then um, he gets the call and he rushed to the hospital, and his daughter's fine, thank God. Got a bump on the noggin, it looks like. Yep. And then uh, we meet some. Uh, we meet a, a federal type, and I love this guy. Jackson. Nah, he's cool. Dude, Jackson, J- yeah. Leon Isaac Kennedy, by the way. Have you seen the penitentiary films? I highly recommend them. They're ridiculous, Ooh, but this guy's in them. <laughs> but um, I am not, no. Leon Isaac Kennedy is cool, dude. I like this guy. Cool cat from the 80s. Um, also still kicking. Nice. Still around. All these guys are still alive, except character. Wait, he was a disc jockey? He, I don't know, actually. I just know the yeah. penitentiary movies because they're ridiculous, but he does lots of fighting. Penitentiary 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Oh, he's a boxer? Yeah, dude. Fuck, um, these look good. Yeah, I kind of want to see that. <laughs> they're good schlock, for sure. Oh, fuck. But, oh, um, yeah. yeah, so this is kind of getting big, right? Hey, guess what? Doesn't matter, though. <laughs> Don't matter. Here's what we know. We, let's move this. They're stealing a bunch of guns. They find out about it. Our man, K.O., his nickname, K.O., Chakotay. Right. Uses a computer, and it doesn't matter in any because nobody knows about computers, so we just accept oh, the man. fact you that he has a— bullshit it. He has a manifest of all of the fucking, a whole manifest of everything that was stolen. <laughs> That's one of the craziest parts. And I love how they just like, it's just rapid fire dialogue that you like barely notice. But he's like, oh yeah, I just have like this code for the fucking military's data online that I can just look up. Yeah. What? Yep. You can do like Pentagon fucking secrets. You're just like, I'm just getting on my fucking Mac one. Absolutely. 
And um, they're like, we're going to sell this compound. Just the two of us, you and I. You and I. But no, he's finally, he sees the virtue of a partner, Dean. He's he like, does. oh, this guy knows shit I don't know. He calls finally. him kid. I like that. It's, hey, not a, it's, not a, it's not a reluctant partner movie if you don't call him kid or rookie. That's true. Come on, kid. Yeah. I like your zest, kid. Yeah, he likes him. He beats up a guy and he's happy. And then, and then our, and <laughs> I like then, how you beat that guy. Kid. I like how you beat him up real nice. And then, of course, McQuaid beats him up with that, that panache, right? That pizzazz. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I have a lot to learn. <laughs> well, yep, you got about 15 years of professional martial arts to, to catch up on, kid. It <laughs> so is true. Yeah. It's going to take you a minute. And dude, talk to me about William Sanderson as Snow. Dude, I fucking kind of love him. He looks great. He's, he's a total I've, cartoon it's character. It's finally cool to see him young. Right? It's like he's perpetually never been young. <laughs> he is kind of one of those guys, yeah. Yeah. So here he is. Just Youthful. everything I've ever seen him in. I love how long it takes a room of three dudes doing blow to notice two cops stroll in. It's five feet away. That's one of my favorite parts about that. And scene. by young, I mean he's 41. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, shit. Uh, he was born a supple 38. <laughs> he's been that way forever. And then he became 66. Dude, there are some people, I swear to God, mm-hmm. it's like they were yeah. just born 35. That's just what they were when they that's were born. True. Like, that's it. Chuck Norris for sure, right? Dude, Chuck Norris was born at 35. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> he came out and he, he immediately mail-ordered a denim vest. <laughs> Day one of life. That's right. Cowboy boots for sure. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. But yeah, no, this... Dude, they <laughs> just waltz in there and they open fire on the police and then they get into a, a, a battle. Also, okay, so real quick, I know it doesn't matter, All right, yeah, go ahead. but it is, but it's very funny to, to think about how we got here as the plot goes. They look up on the military computer. What were these trucks that had gotten stolen? What was in there? And it just turns out the whole lot of fucking guns. And tons then, of hardware, man, like crazy tons, amounts, like mini guns and fucking mounted artillery and shit, like crazy shit. Military shit. hardware. Um, and they then follow that to snow to this guy. Uh, because the dialogue basically just says, ah, well, he's up to no good. He has his hand in every bad thing going on out here. Pimping, extortion, you name it. So there's like, I guess we'll just go get him because he probably knows, I guess. Man of the street, big military uh, score, and they figure he might know something. He must know something. So let's chase him down. Yeah, and they do. And dude, no fucking joke, the stunt work of him hopping onto this dude's truck mm-hmm. and getting pulled out is fucking badass. Yeah. This shit was cool. I actually really, every now and then when, when you get to these like old fashioned fucking practical stunts that you don't see as much anymore, you're kind of reminded how much more visceral that is. You're like, yeah. fuck, like he's really on that truck. You could see him tumbling off. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. It's fucking, it looks good. But they get their boy, and, William Sanderson, and there's no due, no due process in Texas. Oh, hell no. They're going inter- to chain you to a tree and beat you up until you tell them. This is, <laughs> this is kind of classic Texas. <laughs> But hey, also, fucking heart of gold, he saved this fucker from dying in a horrible fire, even after he just tried to run him over. Well, he needs info. Needs that info. Dude, can we talk about LQ Jones's fucking ferociousness? Manhandling his ass? Holy fuck, I love it. It's so good. This is good. a perfect fr- example of wiry toughness. Like, exactly. This is my old man to a T. That's my <laughs> like, old man dude. throwing me out of the house. 
I could literally picture your dad you doing that. Absolutely, dude, right? He has that ferocious. My dad has what you would call a very apply, applied strength. Oh, yeah. Right? We used to call it farmer strength. It's where I get it. <laughs> Come here, boy. Like, he literally, just the way he talks to him, he's like, Come here, son, bitch. Get on the ground, man. It's so gangster. So good. Puts his foot on his stomach. I know. <laughs> while he fucking handcuffs him to a tree. Ah, it hurts. Yeah, I know it does. And how good is Sanderson, too? He's, as he's the fucking, great. As the slimy villain. He even tries to trip LQ Jones as he walks away. Yeah, dude. That's so good. I love the These defiance guys are great. Like, you think he's going to be just a total candy ass, and he's not. He's not. And, dude, LQ, can I borrow that contraption? <laughs> this fucking Mac 10. Yeah, no problem. Oh, I'm going to menace him with a... Mac 10 by hope. Oh, and they just look up and like, you see his arm twitching and like his fucking eyeballs out of his head. And he's just like dying. Cause he's like, Oh shit. <laughs> one of those rounds hit him directly in the eyeball because uh, one of, I shot the ground and it ricocheted up through his or, orbital bone. Or Whoops, it's just I forgot bullets how so they inaccurate, dude. Oh God. <laughs> Around his face. Okay. <laughs> Still, it, oh, it makes the point. Which is worth they they literally time to a train like a, a tree and wagon wheels. That is so yes. Texas. It's so good. There's nothing more Texas they could have chained him to. Oh yeah, right, and, dude. The second you see him walking up towards those wagon wheels, you're like, oh, that's what they're gonna fucking tie him to. Like mm-hmm. this, they're gonna fucking tie him to a wagon wheel and fucking get information out of him. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, it's so good. Matthew, question for you. Mm-hmm. After you drop off this guy to be interrogated by your friends. Yeah. You know, you got to stop off at home mm-hmm. and you get home and this woman who's sweet on you that you've known for 24 hours, <laughs> 24 hours. Now I understand maybe, maybe we could learn each other. Maybe we can learn about each other's cultures. It's possible. I don't want to rule that out. <laughs> Cleaning your entire house, cleaned your house, your house, uh-huh. make no mistake about it. Utter shithole. Oh, you're, yeah, you garbage. are a horror. You're a garbage. You're a trash person. <laughs> trash person. You go to you, Walmart and flip flops. You're trash. You're trash. You're utter trash. The way you live, and I'm judging it because it's disgusting. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going. Well, you know, no, it's gross. It's fucking disgusting. Hey, <laughs> Flies everywhere. It stinks like hell. It's disgusting. <laughs> fucking gross. And she's cleaning it. What do you do, Matthew? Well, you know. Two, there are two sides to this coin. Because for one, I go, hmm, somebody's just cleaning my fucking house for me. I'm kind of down with that. I'm just like, hey, if you're just going to do it <laughs> without me even asking, fine. Uh, but also, how the fuck did you get into my house? I didn't <laughs> give you a key. What the fuck? I don't mind the house cleaning. I would definitely, like, it's funny how I forgive things from like 1983 or whatever, because I'm just like, well, maybe it's just more of an... It's a little more open, like it's fine. Like I get it, but <laughs> right. I don't. I don't mind that. It's when she's like, "Oh, I threw away your beer." <laughs> now, that's I'm gonna, it. now, now that's now. This is a crucial moment in the spudding relationship, which is we are going. We are about to determine the power dynamic. If you <laughs> accept this, you bitch. <laughs> hey, if you accept this, you're a giant bitch. She's gonna walk all over you, and in two years, resent the shit out of you. <laughs> this is where you have to take a stand, I think. This is where personal this is, boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Personal boundaries right here. This is, this is where shit. you go, listen, I really appreciate this. Amazing. Awesome. You didn't have to do this. I'm kind of embarrassed, frankly. 
but you can't throw my shit away. Like can't throw my shit. You away. can throw yeah. my trash away, sure, but you can't throw my shit away. But on, you know, outside of the context of this movie, and though, then she's if like, I started. Do you want me? I, she, wait, wait, wait. Wait. Then she goes. Okay. Do you want me to drop to my your, my knees and suck on your dick? Um. Uh, hmm? Would you well. like that? Hmm? Would you like me to take your white pole and put it in my mouth? <laughs> all right. Throw all the beer away. Throw the whole Fuck refrigerator it. out the window. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Now I don't care. But no, outside of the the context of this story, this movie, if I had just gone on a date with a woman and the next day <laughs> I came home to my apartment and they were there cleaning it, I'd be like, hey, cool, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> like, what it, the fuck? It would almost be doing? more weird if she wasn't doing anything. <laughs> She's just there. She's just sitting amongst the refuse. No, I, I'm leaving her apartment. I come home and she's just at mine. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is she, a vampire? <laughs> right? <laughs> Did I just go on a date with a vampire Lestat? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Read her thoughts. Oh, shit. Yeah. Tough to but say. No, that's weird. It's weird. But th- what's funny, though, is I still end up forgiving it because they're actually still pretty cute. They're, they're cute. <laughs> they're, they're cute, man. She cries, but she's got a lot going on. Yeah, she's got a whole fucking thing going Let's on. Let's remember what's it- going on with this chick's life. Dead husband Dude. killed by Carradine. Which I'm like, why aren't you telling this Texas Ranger that you know? Because. Like, this is somebody who could actually intervene. No, man. These guys are powerful. They'll cut you to pieces. I suppose so. And then he takes her, barefoot by the way, dumps her in the mud. Oh, this is Dean's ultimate fantasy right here. Oh, man. Just rolling around, barefoot woman in the mud. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it is, though. <laughs> like, well, come on, with stinky maggots in the mud getting looks, in your hair. It looks great right up until you're like, let's do something more than kiss right here. Uh, and whoops, UTI for both of us. Oh, there it man. is. I have mud oh, over my fuck. balls. <laughs> the last, you don't want mud on your balls. <laughs> Turns out I have an ass infection now. I didn't even think that could happen, but I, I here can't, it is. I cannot sit down for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I have an ass polyp is what the doctor's calling it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he says it uh, will burst on its own eventually, but probably not fucking in the mud of Texas. Is the move. So until that time, until I'm fully healed, I'm just going to need you to choke me while I beat it. <laughs> <laughs> going forward, I'm going to put a moratorium on your sexcapades in the mud and, uh, and, and, and advise you to jerk off in a closet while hanging yourself. <laughs> with the help of a trusted friend or loved one. Is that though, doctor's orders? <laughs> trusted friend. Matt, I trust the shit out of you. If you want me to supervise your jerk-off choke session, not doing it. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow, Dean. Thanks. Gee, you know, thanks. You know? You think you know a guy. You think you can trust a friend. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I was, dude, I have the letterhead that I was going to send to you to invite you to my formal occasion for that. <laughs> Right here, ready to go. I'm just going to fucking rip it up. Fine, Nandine. Hey, you know what? I don't fucking need it. I don't need it. I have other friends. Do I? Should I wear dress shoes to this? I mean, what kind of attire are we talking? Do I need to bring Actually, snacks? just a single bandana around your head, and that's it. No other clothes. Maybe sneakers. <laughs> I bring, like, stuffed mushrooms. I'm just eating them while you pass out. <laughs> Do your job, asshole. <laughs> the best man's got a job. Yeah. Well, oh, fuck. Uh, so they they hump. It's cute. I mean, I guess they do. Does it? Do they do it? I mean, they don't, uh, like not uh, on camera. Not yet. 
Yeah. But this is also, oh, dude, this is, you know what? It's just dawning on me while the, while the plot's kind of confusing because we take such a side detour with with Lola where it's just like, oh, he's, she's just at home cleaning your place. And that's like, huh? Fucking weird. And then they're, you know, like rolling in the mud. And then back to the main plot of the guy who Snow gave them. <laughs> he gave up the name Falcone. Yes. The, Falcone. the little man. Yes. He goes and meets Falcone. After beating up you know, his door this guy. This guy's an Ewok, by the way. I'm not joking. Whoa, really? Is he? Yeah. Oh, shit. Is he like a named Ewok? Nope. No, just one of them. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't just mean to shatter your bubble there of excitement. <laughs> I was like, whoa, is he like a fucking tribe, like what, the chief or something? Right. No. All right, but cool. But yeah, no, he, he weirdly enough, Dude, and they even make so fun of it weird. within the dialogue. He's like, ah, Ranger, are you here? Oh, those stolen guns. That's a business partner of mine. Oh, he, he does this. Why am I telling you this? And I'm like, yeah, why are you fucking telling him this? Dude, I thought the same thing. <laughs> why are you saying I don't understand out loud? The, I don't understand the mini guy. Like, I don't understand the video game. Are they trying to make him like- I don't- Are they trying I, to make him socially like a pariah? Oh, he likes games. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's almost like they're attributing this with some sort of like negativity. Or maybe that's just my sensitivity around this stuff in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's well, my insecurity also, coming out. <laughs> fuck. But dude, it's also weird because they like make him like he's the Bond villain. But at the same time, he's not the eventual villain behind it all. But he's like, he has the fucking wall behind his desk where he's dude. like, I must go. <laughs> the fucking wall spins around. And what does he learn? <laughs> he learns that this guy, well, what's weird is that he kind of, he learns again what Snow already told them that they're they're stealing these guns mm-hmm. and they're taking them across the border to Mexico right. and then basically selling them around the world to like fucking terrorist groups and and revolutionary groups and shit. Um, but with Falcone, he's just like, oh yes, the business partner of mine. He had a great interest in guns. You know, I think he still does. So I, I guess I guess if I want to give the movie a break, I'll say Falcone's basically trying to turn the Texas Rangers on his rivalry. At this point, yes. right? Well, uh, by the end of the movie, for sure. For sure. At this point, I think he's kind of nudging him in that direction. Right. Right. He's I just agree a businessman. Like but, but then he's like, "Oh, Snow won't live through the night or some shit." Right. And he, so, that, in, in a weird way, Falcone is trying to use the Ranger to protect himself. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm of. saying. Yeah. Right. Where like and his interests. He's letting him know. And see, okay, now here's where I'm confused. <laughs> and we should not get too far in the weeds on this because okay. it doesn't fucking matter. I have, first of all, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know. <laughs> but we can try, dude. <laughs> what I don't understand, like, if we're going to talk about the business model that Wilkes and Falcone are engaged in, I don't know where in the distribution system that Falcone falls in. I'm like, what does he fucking do for Wilkes again? I don't get it. Don't know. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. He has something to do with it. Then that's that. And he turns around by through his spooky wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, has a little Bond film. Well, just dealing cool. with those guys in the beginning and there's the betrayal and shit, but I, I don't know. But he also sends uh, our boy McQuaid off on, with the tip that, hey, they're going after Snow. I have it on a good information. He's not going to live through the night. So he knows that they're going after Snow, which is uh, at his buddy Dakota's house. And Dakota's big dick energy is just prevalent. Oh, I fucking love it, dude. When he's playing cards. Mm-hmm. 
Fuck it. And then, uh, yeah, KO goes into the kitchen. He's like, oh, I got to grab another beer. And he's like, oh, you know, it's all about playing the people, not the cards, as he looks <laughs> at his cards and then points that fucking pistol right into Snow's face. He's like, loose lips sink ships. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he nods yes. He's like, I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> right after telling him, sit still, boy. I love it. <laughs> the fucking pipe hanging out of his mouth. I, love yeah, I, fucking love I miss dude. toxic masculinity, man. <laughs> I'm into it. This is I would call it grandpa masculinity. <laughs> it's classic. It's just fun. I'm not calling it anything. It's just awesome. <laughs> but our boy starts bombing down the road, but they bust in. They they uh, sneak attack our guy, LQ, shoot him down, step on they his do. neck, crack his <gasps> neck with a white dress shoe. <laughs> very, very 80s. I, it <laughs> makes me angry, Matthew. I see red. I see red knowing Crunch that. my trachea under a white loafer, you son of a bitch. Yes. Of all the characters to kill with a, with a next step, this is the last one I expected to die with a next step. It's unjust. And Chakotay's like, Dakota, answer me. I'm scared. Fucker. Dude, I... <laughs> <laughs> is that what he does? Too bad she won't live. But then again, who does? <laughs> oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. But no, dude, weird thing about this scene, why don't they kill him? I mean, yeah, he's still got a gun and they kind of just like ditch after they kill Dakota. I, I think that feel was like, like he kind of slips away and hides. Maybe, but he's shouting for him and shit. I'm and like, they're probably he, like, he, ah, if we go around the corner, maybe. Well, you know, one thing about this movie is the gunplay is highly realistic. It's extremely. So yeah. it's possible Detail. they thought, well, he could be waiting around the corner. He has a drop on us. Let's, let's sort of back away. Let's be cautious about this and mm-hmm. tactical. Mission was accomplished. The KO didn't need to die. Yeah. No, they, they killed his buddy, Dakota. That's all that really matters. And, and they wasted and snow fu- so they, they couldn't did. give him any more information. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Done. Done and, and then done. I love this moment. It's kind of corny, but I like this moment between KO and Lone Wolf. Yeah. No, I like it. He sits down with him. He's like, it's all right, kid. What could That's- you do? The other fun thing about this movie, right. even though it's like super slap happy, silly, over the top, corny, 80s fucking action hero trope shit in a lot of silly ways, these moments actually kind of work for mm-hmm. me. I think they're, I think it's actually pretty good. Well, let's talk about the task force because now we got to start moving towards the assault. Colonel oh, yeah. Remsing. I don't know about you, Matthew, but if I was a colonel, I would not show myself in that office after losing an entire convoy to um, hoodlums. <laughs> hoodlums with shit guns hoodlums with shit guns took your army toys that's unacceptable you're fired pretty, and I love just the full fucking class A he comes in there with my pipe like MacArthur so so dumb I'm like okay anyway uh, fuck. he's like we gotta investigate a guy died he leaves he's mad he drives home and uh, he cracks open a beer and he's hanging out with his lovely Lola Dude, after meeting, of course, the lamest FBI agent of all time. Dude. FBI agent Burnside. Burnside. This Uh, fucking pencil uh, pusher. You (laughs) violated every jurisdiction in the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Did he? What? Who talks like that, dude? Who talks like that? Nobody. He's the only person in the room who's like a fucking full-blown character. Everybody else is like semi-realistic at least. And he's just like, I'm from a TV show. Yeah. You broke the rules. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking silly. But yeah, heads home to his lady. Um, and uh, at night, this guy straps a silencer onto his Mac-10, wastes the guy's dog, and then smirks. 
<laughs> Love killing dogs. Also, I find it highly unrealistic that dog wouldn't bark at him. It's yeah, supposed to be just a wolf. Like lightly growling. Oh man. He's just supposed to be a wolf. <laughs> I he does it says on the subtitles wolf growls. Okay. So I guess he's just a fucking full blown wolf. Yeah. Wolves don't bark. There's that. That's a th- kind of a thing, actually. Oh really? Yeah, they do. Uh Jessica used to walk these wolf hybrids. Oh shit. They were half breeds. And dude, they loved her. They they have this like pack mentality. So like eventually oh, they yeah, accepted intense. her. And when she would go to their house, they were so happy that it was walk time. And they did crazy wolf shit. Like it jumped up onto the table, the kitchen table. (laughs) And it was howling as she was walking up to the house, like welcoming her. That's so awesome. Bananas, man. And then she'd walk them and one got off leash once because it was like, I'm going to run now. And she wasn't expecting it. And it was like fucking boom. Uh, but uh yeah it, it, but but one thing they they barked a little because they were dogs but they didn't that and i i saw them like through a fence their paws are huge but i remember thinking like it's weird they don't really bark they just kind of howl and yeah and talk and stuff like dogs yeah. bark wolves don't so, so it's kind of weird to see hybrids but um it's a little small to be a wolf but they waste his dog and he's like all right you fuckers picks up his dog <clears throat> they, they spray his window up too yeah, but doesn't he? Oh, oh, they do that first. No, no, no. They shoot his dog first, and he he wakes up, and then they spray it oh, into shit. his window. Okay, so and they're just kind of what are they sending a message? Yeah, and even like he literally gets in the car, and and David Carradine's like, "Did he get the message?" Like, yeah, I gave him the message. <laughs> they fucking drive out. Uh, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh fuck those bastards! So they peel out. He shoots a couple rounds at him. He walks off with his dog, and then um, he goes his 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 daughter's out of the hospital, and he brings his daughter home. And That's we it. know that mom plans to move because yes. she's an independent woman now and she's got a life and she's got to get on with her life. She got a good job. And uh, I think, doesn't she say her, is she with a dude? I can't remember, but she got, a, I know for not, sure I she got think. a, yeah, <laughs> independent lady. Um, but yeah, she's going to move and it's, I, I think they say to California or at least to a town in Texas. It's far, far away. away. It's far, far away. away. Um, but it doesn't matter because- our guy's back at home, walking around with a holster in his house. Oh, yeah. Good call, probably, <laughs> after they shoot up your window. <laughs> Definitely. And Jackson shows up, and he, does he not have just the coolest motherfucker energy in that walk? Oh, with the coat slung over Come the shoulder? Come on, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Jackson, he's like proto-Jerry Curl. <laughs> it's true. It's Something awesome. between a fro and a Jerry Curl. It's getting there. It's almost time to let your soul glow. But not quite yet. <laughs> That's a few years, three or four years away. And um, he's baby. like, bro, I can fly a motherfucking plane. Dude, I, I actually kind of love the hard cut where he's like, all right, well, we're going to get some shit done. And then just bam, they're in a plane. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you like, love, here's, I think Jackson was in Nam. Uh, can, I, can I just make this up? Was in Nam? I'm going to make that. <laughs> His character was in Nam. I'd buy it. Yeah, he probably was a pilot. See, there you go. Yeah, I could get down with that. It's fucking cool. Right? I like it. And they do but some they, reconnaissance of some nasty old country. And they because find- Because right now, the other dude, we forgot the biggest fucking buddy cop trope yet. You're off the case. Yeah, You're off busted. the fucking case, McQuaid. Do you want my star? That won't be necessary. He's just suspended right now. So he's off the force. He's yeah, not well, official I, right now. But Jackson's he, like, fuck it. I'm going to help you. Mm-hmm. And they go out to find the actual place where they're storing all these guns. And they do. And they do. They, they reconnoiter. warehouse. Yeah, they reconnoiter it. And then they, uh, they get these other guys, despite the suspension, to roll in together. 
So they were all. How like, does it feel to be babysitting Burnside? Yeah. Yes, feds. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. These guys are. I love hard- that Jackson's a fed, but he's like one of the good ones. Yeah, he, dude, he ain't playing with these fucking pencil pushers. Pushers. He makes that clear. Pencil, he's not pencil no pusher bitch. Burnside. He is, man. Nice hat, by the way. Oh, and uh, I got to be honest with you. This could be some pretty bad tactics here. Three guys cannot assail this compound. No, they cannot. Dude. Not even close. It's it's pretty unbelievable that they would even go this close. And they do not have the equipment for it. And even what's so funny about it too is even while they're just still like laying down with binoculars and just like trying to gather more information, Burnside literally keeps trying to get up and walk close. And Jackson has to be like, dude, fucking like- What are you going to arrest We're them? not going in yet. <laughs> <laughs> like we're still looking at it. There's three of us. Do you think these guys are going to respond to your commands, Mr. Law Enforcement? Oh my God, dude. Can we just jump to that? The Let's funniest fucking moment in this entire movie. The fucking that, bullhorn? Dude, they wait until dark. They've been re- reconnaissance on this position all day. They've been circling the place, figuring out how many guys are there, uh, what, the, what the equipment they have is. And they're, they're laid up, still watching. And I think even, I think McQuaid <laughs> even has a line like, all right, let's check out, you know, what kind of equipment they have first before we go in or, or, you know, let's check around before we make a move. And then Burnside and his like two guys just walk up <laughs> to fucking feds and Burnside with a bullhorn. This is the FBI. Everybody here is under arrest. Okay, <laughs> Drop your buddy. weapons or we'll commence firing. And immediately just get opened up on and killed. <laughs> do you think do you think the giant desert base that is based around arms and in weapons is going to have armed troops and guys like at the minimum, it's going to be a bunch of guys with awesome guns. You've only seen, I don't know, 300 guys around this base with <laughs> fucking weapons. And dude, I just love how, like, what world, what fantasy world do you live in? What cop is like, um, hello, ex- excuse me, please stop doing crime now. And everyone come to, to jail with me. <laughs> I'm like, what did you think was going to happen? All right, here are the oh, handcuffs. So- Put them on, guys. Some you're gonna have to share. I'm gonna pass out zip ties. The jig, the jig is up. And <laughs> Everybody then they, sit down. They just get overwhelmed, and McQuay gets captured. Mm-hmm. Oh, and out comes our boy Carradine. Just, just cool, cool as can be. Cool as a cucumber. <laughs> he always looks like he's about to do this. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, walking. <laughs> he, he gives him a shitty crescent kick again. Oh yeah, he loves it. He loves that move. He looks so fucking cool in a white suit and jacket, though, man. <laughs> I still, I'm, I'm buying it. <laughs> I'm buying it. He's full of shit, but I'm buying it. Four buttons undone, like everyone in this movie. Oh yeah. And Lola's and like, also, "What's going on? What's up with Lola just being there? Because she was straight up spending the night at McQuaid's place when when Carradine came and shot up the place, and now she's chilling with. I'm like, is this one of her off nights where she's She's with Carradine. Dude, you don't know what you don't know about her. You don't know about the coyote tunnels. <laughs> I guess I don't. You don't know about the coyote tunnels? No. Mm. No. They smuggle us to and fro from the coyote tunnels. <laughs> Back and forth. They say she can turn into a coyote. <laughs> no, nope, I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense, dude. <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. They beat him up. Bury him in the car with a bulldozer. And uh, boy. Until he gets his Popeye sauce. 
<laughs> which is he, dumping beer all over his head. Oh, dude. He's Stone Cold Steve Austin, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking Stone Cold. Oh, my God. He's Stone Cold. <laughs> he man. just got revved up with all that natty light energy. This makes no sense, <laughs> and it's glorious. Got blasted with that calorie-free boost energy. By the way, KO has a remarkable uh, trait, which is to survive for horrible odds to hide away. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he eli- like evades danger uh, under gunfire pretty well, actually. Yep. Jackson's Makes- still alive. So the three amigos are still alive. Yeah, the three good ones. Burnside fucking wasted as hell, dead as shit. Yep. And then our guy has the train and he can't hit anything because he's hurt. <laughs> but he can do a jumping sidekick and break his house in half. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Nothing slows him down. Yeah. Well, do we need to do the rest of this? Can we just go to the fucking rat ass? Let's go. We're going to fucking carry shit to climb mountains and we're going to assail the compound. Uh-huh. After our friend uh, Falcone shows up again, they've got your daughter. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to go get her back. That's it. And they strap on the ropes and they get to work like men. Oh, yeah. This is the scene, Matthew. I'm not Mm -hmm. even kidding, where I said, I love this movie now. (laughs) I was like, this movie's fucking idiotic. And then I watched this scene. And I'll tell you the moment where it happened for me. Ooh, hit me. There's a moment where they're they're wading across the, the shallow river. Nice. And they're holding their gear above their head. And they're wet and dirty and sweaty and brawny, and they're climbing up the hill. Oh, and I went, yeah. look at these men. This movie fucking rules. <laughs> a couple of hard-charging boys. That was the, the moment for done. me. Everyone's working. Everyone, nobody's like, come on. Everyone's busting their ass. That's honestly, you know, I want to dive into that a little more too, because I Dude, feel like for another, sure. another trope of modern action movies, and I think it's like almost like a problem, is that they're always so focused on making the heroes look stylish and cool absolutely like everybody's like cool cool and i'm like i do appreciate just the fucking grimy hard workedness of these mm-hmm. dudes of like now we're just out we're actually out in the shit in the dirty field doing work he's dirty he's got mud all over his jeans they're all fucking nasty and they're carrying shit and they're it's just it's fucking awesome it's Good gritty shit. it's manly i like it <laughs> and they fucking start doing reconnaissance again on this new base yep he slips in, right? He's sneaky. You got to remember, Lone Wolf McQuaid has got some creep to him. Got that creep. And he's like, let me just sneak in here, find my daughter, find Lola. Everything is good. Lola's giving me kissy kisses. They got Lola just, like, I don't understand her role. I'm like, is she, is she like fucking David Carradine's girl? And she's kind of, you know, got like at least a privileged position. Or But at the same time, nah, she's like, go take food to the hostage with this guy with a gun escorting you. I'm like, so you're kind of still like a sex slave. <laughs> I fucking, I don't know. <laughs> yes, but take, a look at, she's in. but take a look at these boots and dress that I can afford. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty rough, but this is nice. You wouldn't swallow a pole for this life, liar. <laughs> I'll still cut his throat when I get a chance. Yeah. So some, some single-use law rocket, by the way. That's fire once and it's trash. But not mm-hmm. in this movie. Gloss. Not in this movie. <laughs> no he, she, he's using that shit like an fps <laughs> he just keeps shooting it uh, <laughs> we get crazy m60 shenanigans um i, I gotta tell you man ko gets a lot of kills maybe he more than equate does he wastes a lot of dudes he does <laughs> fucking chocolate and fucking jackson with his <laughs> with his rambo tipped crossbow 
also, Jackson gets shot twice, and he's om- you almost want him to say again, what is this shit? What the fuck? What the fuck? He's so grizzled. <laughs> the skinniest <laughs> grizzled man ever. <laughs> it's true. He's so lanky, but like believably grizzled. And then this next, the, the, when, they, when the bulldozer rams into the half track, I'm just thinking this is so Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, this is so manly. Like, we'll take the half track and ram it into the bulldozer. Yeah. Smash it. Smash it up real good. Crush it together. Do it. Um, and, <laughs> and yes, a bulldozer wins this fight 100% of the time because it's like it's 100,000 pounds, dude. Yeah. It's so heavy. <laughs> a half track dude, I, weighs like what? I don't even know. But a, but a bulldozer is many, 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 many tons. <laughs> I love him absorbing the M60 rounds with the fucking, uh, the ping, scoop ping, too. The, yeah. Just the, bang, 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 bang. The prowl. It's good shit. And he's just like pushing him off. And then it, you know, more fighting, the goofy shenanigans with the, with the grenade. Why are we burying this, Matthew? Let's talk about the fight. Let's get to that fight. Number one, if a man ever confronts you with slacks and an Argyle sweater, <laughs> you're probably, Feel- you're probably going to win. <laughs> you're doing okay. Unless he's in the mafia. It is pretty amazing that that is the outfit of the arch villain. Of it's this an argyle movie. sweater, Matthew. It's an argyle goddamn sweater. Mm-hmm. This is that. This is the same sweater that bankrupt you out of fucking <laughs> shopping at Express for men. <laughs> Holy shit! So, no, that was one. underwear. That was underwear and t-shirts that bankrupted me, <laughs> dude. That argyle sweatshirt cost four hundred dollars. Dude, you're not wrong. <laughs> and the best part about that argyle sweater, it's pretty much ruined. It's, dude, they get so gross and dirty. It's disgusting. You're sweating in it. You don't have a t-shirt on. Do you have to dry clean something like that? I don't even know. You can't, that thing will come out the size, like baby size if you wash it. (laughs) It's fucked. You're done. You wasted all your money on your hard oil sweater. See, he doesn't have any fighting clothes. He's so intent on being the fancy boy, rich villain that he doesn't have any just down in the dirt fighting clothes. And what is he doing? In a nice suit. Have you ever seen my Cobra style? What are you doing? Oh man, the the hands. It's it's stupid. the floaty hands. The uh, fucking floaty the animal hands. <laughs> this is my monkey attack. It's animal hands, boss. <laughs> oh fuck. And the movie tries to convince us he knows anything about martial arts. And it tries oh, to convince yeah. us that Chuck Norris would not just beat the brakes off him in seconds. <laughs> just Dude, tear him apart. Every movement he does is bad. He's not he doesn't have the gift of grace. <clears throat> And you know, you have a, obviously a much better eye for this than me. You've done a lot more with martial arts. The only thing I feel like I can spot is the, he always looks like he's on the verge of losing his balance. And Chuck Norris never looks 100%. like that. He looks 100%. completely balanced every movie 100%. he makes. There's a, there's, a, there's a far shot when he's stepping towards him. It's at an hour 36 and 40 seconds. And he, okay. it, he's so clumsy. <laughs> Hour 36, you said? Uh, hour 36 in about 38 seconds. Just, Ooh, his, you know what? just a yeah. shimmy in his hips just looks like, ugh. <laughs> I yeah. think I see it. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just bad. Chuck is just so tight. You know what I mean? Like, trained, again. Right. He's just, he's, he looks steady all the time. Yeah. Whereas man. it looks like Carradine is always like on the verge of like, ah, if you shove me, I might actually trip a little. Yeah. Dude, yeah, his hips when he's moving the towards him. shimmy, them, man. What are you doing? The shimmy. I'm a sexy girl. Pop, boom, uh, slap. It's blicks all over again. Blicks. I like to lick blicks. Then, then they fight. And he kicks dirt in his face. And, you know, he's, just doing he's a dirty, bad villain boy. And they try to convince us that somehow 
he's getting the better of Lone Wolf with his animal hands until <laughs> the daughter gets backhanded. And dude, he goes all JCVD. Goes fucking hell. Motherfucker! Motherfucker! I expected him to say like JCVD. <laughs> oh, fuck. And this is this is the most emoting we get out of Chuck Norris the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And dude, I li- don't get me wrong, I like Chuck Norris, but he is a very he doesn't have a ton of range. There's not going not, not much going on there. <laughs> not a ton of range, but he stays in his lane very well. He he yeah. plays this fucking badass dude very well. I'll give it to him. He does. He you know, he's made a he, living he doing that. what he does. But I always feel like he never quite had the charisma level. No. That like no, the Clint Eastwood does. Yes, exactly. Or Schwarzenegger. Or, or Stallone for that matter. Yeah. And he's not like a heartthrob. No. He's, and that's honestly one of the like, things he is I a appreciate. Good looking guy. Remember, he's a good looking guy, but it's also yeah, he's like, he's not. He is the most working class looking dude <laughs> of, <laughs> of our fucking action heroes. That is for sure. The guy looks like he's bull raking for cohogs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's, Dude, he's packing crates in the back of a truck. The fucking guy's bull raking for quahogs on the weekends to make a few extra bucks. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fighting That's off zero PD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And then the girl gets killed. I'm like, oh, the bummer. Dude, yeah, what the fuck? I didn't see that one coming. Poor I actually Lola. really didn't. And I was like, shit. And I, li- I actually do like how even Carradine's like, oh, fuck, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I really wasn't trying to kill her. Yeah. She was so good looking. And uh, obviously, little man doesn't get, his, um, doesn't get his guns. And Chuck cleans up with Jackson. They take a nice photo op. And that piece of shit busts in the middle. Also, worst KO. <laughs> right. And then we get this moment at the end where he's like, there's a robbery with hostages. I'm on vacation. But he just can't help himself, Dean. And she's like, okay, bye. You can move. I'll stay here and work. And the way she just kind of says, you'll never change McQuaid. And it's like a yuck em up kind of like. He'll the, never change. It's like the end of a Brady Bunch episode kind of thing. It's a really, little bit. Ah, honey, I just got to go kill people. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, sorry, daughter, I'm not going to be in your life because I do this. Dude, it, it's it's one of those, like, we're just going to gloss over it, but it's actually kind of dark. <laughs> I'll just never be close to human beings ever again. I only kill. It's Lone Wolf McQuaid. I have no <laughs> I have no relationships. I have the hands of a butcher, not the hands of a doctor. I apologize. This is my life. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a sad tale. And that's the movie. Off they and go. And also, uh, to be honest, I really wanted McQuaid at this moment to be like, hey, I actually really thought this was going to happen. Not even kidding. Where he was going to be like, ah, KO, you've learned a lot, kid. You got this one. I'm going to go be with my family for once in my fucking life. Yeah. Yeah, me nah. too. <laughs> now, nah. Imagine if KO gets got, though. He'd be like, that'd be on you forever. <laughs> like, Dude, that is the dark alternative ending to this. He's like, you know yes. what, KO? I think you've learned a lot. You got this one, partner. I'm going to stay with my family. And they go off on vacation, and two days later, it's like KO was shot to death at that bank. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Imagine you could just destroy the entire uh, structural tone of the movie by having it fade to black, and it just says, KO is shot and killed at the whatever First Citizens <laughs> Bank. Oh, holy shit what a weird way to end this movie and you just see you see lone wolf like helping moving boxing boxes into their house and he's just like stopped on the sidewalk with a box and just weeping <laughs> i should have fucking been there <laughs> i should have been there for ko don't fucking touch me <laughs> his fucking head was blown apart 
<laughs> wow, I peaked really bad there. <laughs> His wife's trying to like give him a hug. No, don't touch me. He's fucking dying in the streets. I love my brother in arms. This fucking shot on his face told him he was ready. He wasn't fucking ready. Like that kind of shit. Like big, hard, like first blood cry. It's never over. Big, hard, first blood cry. Oh, yeah. Big, <laughs> hardcore. Yikes. Movie got too real. Yeah. Not quite first blood, though, is it? <laughs> Not quite. Ah, oh, shit. Dude, this movie's a blast. It's fucking funny shit. Ah, oh, it's so fun. Let's do a listener you know, comment from the man in question. Yeah. Our guy, boy, guy Higdon. He sent an email, man. He said, I finally get to be a, at least a monetary contributor to your library. It has it has been awesome to listen to you guys for years and see the group of blah, 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 suck us off. So down to Harry Chest. This movie is an awesome action movie from the multi-fire single-use rocket launcher <laughs> down to some muddy, muddy love. All of this brought together with a simple score that gets me going every time I hear it. That is the key to the film for me, the stylized action and the tur- tunes to go with each scene. Watching this movie, you can't help but feel an undercurrent of the old Sergio Leone movies. Let's get to the bottom shelf. Pearl beer in the room. Cute. This movie has some issues if you come into this with any seriousness. I'm not sure J.J. McQuaid is skilled in hostage negotiation. He makes up for that, though, by incorporating the mandatory minority friends who I think have some great chemistry with Chuck. Though it is 80s as shit, I can go on about my love for this movie, but I look forward to you hearing your tales of growing up and seeing Chuck Norris films. Another favorite of mine is Delta Force. I raise my beer to your LSG team. Regards, Guy. Awesome. Thank you, Guy. Thank you. Sorry, I haven't seen shit from Chuck Norris except for Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, boy. But when you're in Texas, look behind you, Dean. All my exes live in Texas. That's why I hang my hat in Tennessee. All right. Um, who else you got? Uh, that's it. All right, just him. Everybody else was making jokey jokes. Everyone thinks they're a comedian, right? Everybody doing their jokey jokes. All right, guys. Everyone's like, "This is target. This is funny, dudes." (laughs) Yeah, I love it. You guys should start podcasts with your jokes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing I love you guys I'm just busting your balls you know who you are though you know the listeners like I'm not gonna out them because it's mean but the <laughs> listeners who think they're super super funny with their posts there's a few they of them they got their jokey jokes they're like oh, this you guys one's... are pretty funny sometimes yeah and they're like this one's gonna knock them dead <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> I pre- no, I'm not <laughs> so <laughs> I hope they don't make fun of it on the podcast <laughs> No, whatever. It's like this, you know, we do the same shit, but you yeah, know. that's true. Yeah, we get paid though. So yeah. um <laughs> I, I guess that wraps up Lone Wolf McQueen. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, why does anyone like us? Happy fourth. <laughs> hey, hey, happy fourth of July. Happy fourth. You earned it. You earned it. Happy independence from tyranny. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, ah, uh, this was a great way to celebrate it, though, with Chuck Norris channeling Paul Revere's beer blood into him to just channel pure American freedom out of that dirt pit. All right, man, I gotta oh, get out of here. Fuck. I got a ton of podcast money to spend. You want to go with me? <laughs> yeah, let's get mm-hmm. on our yeah. yacht. Let's, let's get out of here. The proper way to choke someone is to put your hand here, not here. If you put it here, 
you can collapse my trachea and I will die. If you put it here, I will come all over your cock. Stay safe.